0: Today's episode of One Shining Podcast is brought to you by Yahoo! Remember when they used to do that, those commercials? Do they still do this? Yeah, I think so. Uh, You know what time it is, Tate? You should. It's March. Mm-hmm. It's bracket time. Mm-hmm. We filled out a bracket today.
1: Yes. Uh, not for Yahoo, but not for, for ourselves. We're going
0: to we're going to fill one out for Yahoo, possibly. We have to see how our bracket We're teasing it out. Goes. We want
1: to get more than Draymond Green.
0: There is no wrong way to pick teams with Yahoo Sports Tourney Pick'em all through the Yahoo Fantasy app. Join a public group or create a group or join Draymond Green's group for a shot at $25,000. Or if you don't like money, if $25,000 is not your cup of tea, you would rather go on a podcast and gloat about how great you Are we are also offering that opportunity through the One Shining
1: Podcast bracket group? So join ours. You have twenty five thousand to one odds to win our bracket challenge.
0: What's it? I mean, you know how many people have been on our podcast other than us? Like one, I think. Yeah, one. one or two. Yeah, and. Th- you know, you know not how not including pe- Kyle. You know how many people have twenty five thousand dollars? At least seven. Mm-hmm. There are at least seven people in this world <laughs> with twenty-five thousand dollars. So just keep that in mind. Our 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 opportunity might be worth a little more. Uh do not miss out on March Madness. Get your bracket in before the games tip off. Very soon, this this Thursday, March fifteenth. Build your own bracket now at yahoo.com slash tourney twenty eighteen. We are also brought to you by the ringer.com.com uh, where I wrote the Virginia article that we teased on the last podcast. I kind of fleshed out. Uh, reasons I think Tony Bennett m- this might be his time for Virginia but I also I was smart enough Tate because in this business you have to be smart with this mm-hmm. to where I said I think they're going to make the final four but I also understand that there's a possibility he might not and mm-hmm. that was I, th- I thought that was a, a savvy, yeah. that was a savvy move but we me, call that a caveat
1: hope. when you're talking about the Cavaliers
0: so if you're, if you're on the fence about what to do with Virginia you don't know you're, you're not sure if you should believe them maybe go read my article um, I, I might help you I might not I might make things more complicated um, we're also brought to you by podcast on the ringer podcast <laughs> the ringer podcast network uh bill simmons podcast you yes produce.
1: yes i produce that uh we have a bill simmons podcast What's, with bill Hader that just came yeah, out yeah bill funny Hader, guy
0: south by southwest yeah huh? rates yeah. for south
1: park that's yeah. the best part about bill Hader. uh K- talks about coming up with pc principal one of our favorite characters in the world nice uh, know, so that's good check that uh, we're out. also
0: going on against all odds after mm-hmm. we get done recording this podcast we're going to go over to the other studio because and record with the st- because uh so check out Against All Odds with cousin Sal. Um Tate and I will be on there talking about gambling stuff. Uh because that's what people want to hear. They want to hear mm. from me who does not yeah, they want to hear from a guy who does not gamble. Um <laughs> to on how to picks. gamble. Yes, yeah. exactly. So um today's pod, we're going to talk about I, I thought maybe we should talk about the NCAA tournament. Tate, is that cool with you? Yeah,
1: I'm down for that. All right. No bad guys, that's, no good guys. One cow guy. One cow. There
0: there will be cow guy talk, but that's that's about it. Uh so we'll we'll get into it. But first Woody Durham. All right, we're here. It is Tuesday. It is about 4 p.m. on the East Coast. It is 1 p.m. here in beautiful Los Angeles, California. I, I wasn't sure if Tate Fridger was going to make it in today. It is his birthday. We should we should open the show with that. We did the Bracket Show live on Periscope slash Twitter slash mm-hmm. I don't know where, where else we were streaming that thing. Um, and Tate was getting absolutely roasted, and yes. it, it looked like he just wanted to go... Do literally anything else other than get roasted by the internet on his birthday. So I'm I was pretty sure
1: this is my last podcast. I'll put that out there. Uh, we do all this content all the time, <laughs> we're forced to do a bracket, we are asked to do a bracket. I was excited to do a bracket with you, I wanted to give our picks out there, and then uh, you know, people would just come on and roast me. I had this beautiful night last night, right? I watched. Blue Planet. I'm at home on a couch. I'm learning. I'm listening to David Attenborough. I fall asleep on my couch. I wake up in, you know the middle of the night. I go to bed. I have this great sleep. I wake up in the morning. Postmates has been delivered in my house from mm. my girlfriend, Chick-fil-A breakfast is what I mm. wake up to, and I'm like, this is going to be one of the best days of my life. I'm going to pick a bracket with my podcast partner. People are going to be pumped about it, and then what happens? I get roasted on the internet. I get called <laughs> Jeffrey Dahmer. People are upset that I'm white. I'm sorry, folks. I can't do it all. There's, I'm just trying to do a podcast for you.
0: There's nothing more fun than watching Tate Frazier star just continue to ascend, and 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 with that, he his face gets put out there to the public yes. more and more, and- Inevitably,
1: don't judge a book
0: by its cover. And That's what my mom taught me. Everybody is shocked at yes. what you look like, mm-hmm. what you wear, yes, what you, I, what yeah, I do, literally everything. What about am I you.
1: about? Yeah, people are very upset about this. Definitely, yeah.
0: the best ones are the people that think you're black. That's yes. my favorite part. And in fact, I don't think I should even admit that on the podcast because I feel like we're we're hitting a demographic that
1: we might not. If if people find out and, you're, and for the people that, also that are coming to me and they're North they're, Carolina, yeah, they're very <laughs> upset about that. It's like go to Henderson, North Carolina. I'll give you the place to go. Go there. Go yeah. to my hometown, and you see where I'm from and you're going to be like, this all makes sense now. I know you don't understand it in your cultural little bubbles and your New York and your L.A.s. You don't get it. Go down to Henderson, North Carolina. I'll show you how it's about. Uh, But we are here. The tournament is starting tonight, Tate, technically. I'm all fired
0: up. Are you a tournament starts with the playing games? Does it start
1: on Tuesday or Thursday Dayton's fun because it means like it's the wild card. People can play themselves into the tournament. That's why we've been arguing we want to have actual teams that are entertaining. That's why Trey Young should be in that game. Dayton people love basketball. It's actually genius. The first four to go to a place like Dayton, where they really just love college basketball and they want to watch anyone play college yeah. basketball. There, there, there's few places in the country that have that. I want to give credit to Ohio. You yeah, know, I you talk should. bad about Ohio. Should. Dayton, Ohio. Congratulations! Like you, you, go to all the games. You sell at the arena. You obviously have, you know, Giannis's younger brother there, Kostas. I've been wanting to talk about him the whole you, year you of this really podcast. You, you'll find that. And it, to and bring it hasn't up. happened. We haven't been able to do it. So I just brought it up right there.
0: Uh, I stand by my idea to make. Uh, have a, one of the playing games be for like a three seed and have all the teams that should have been seated higher but just mm. like got hot too late or like basically an is a great example mm-hmm. a Kentucky's a great example mm-hmm. um, they're gonna play each other probably in the second round anyway uh, but teams like that that sort of like Michigan State is sort of an example like they, they didn't get hot at the end necessarily but they're sort of like a tweener we thought they sh- you know there's still people that are like Michigan State should be the yeah. best team in the country mm-hmm. how are they a three seed but then other people are like Michigan state's done nothing all year. They beat North Carolina they beat purdue at home outside mm-hmm. of that what have they done? I want like Lost all of Michigan I want all of these like teams that no one can really figure out are we sure they're good to um have them play for like a three seed have that be a playing game played in Dayton so it doesn't really matter you're just playing for because because then, then if you win that playing game, you're kind of getting a bye because you get like a fourteen seed next. you see what I'm saying yeah it's no, like, I like it's it. like kind of doing an inverse instead of making the Yeah, like your big game. And then the first first. four really matters. Yeah, and then like everyone's watching the The last two
1: seed and the last three seed are up for grabs.
0: I would throw like Notre Dame in there too, even though they didn't make the tournament. Yeah, that would be awesome. Like Notre Dame, you could you have to now beat like yeah, I don't know. Put them up against like Arizona. You beat Arizona. You're you, you're you in the be, tournament. You you're in your spot. Seat. Yeah, it's like whoa. Because
1: now we know that you can play with the big boys. So you can. Be, that, that's the big thing now. It's like you know. Well, Oklahoma State. We we like the way we like their schedule. We like what they did this yeah. year, but we don't know if they can play with the big boys. Is what? what everyone's saying. Yeah,
0: I, I'm not sure how serious I am about that idea. I already know we're getting tweets <laughs> like, "Dude, what? That's a terrible idea. Why would you do that? It's, we're just trying to have fun here. We're just we're just trying that's to the whole point. some stuff. Um. So. Thoughts on the tournament. Uh, we we did the selection show. We were we were shooting from the hip, just initial mm. thoughts. Now that mm. we've had a few days to sort of simmer everything, we've had we did a joint fill it filling out of the bracket. If you didn't see that, I think we put it on the YouTube. Who knows where it
1: is? They're the, everywhere. It's, the, it's online. It's somewhere. on YouTube. Yeah, check it out. Don't go check it out.
0: We 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 put uh.
1: You'll read the comments. Yeah, and I'm pissed about them.
0: I know you have to watch the whole show. We so we ended up picking like Virginia.
1: Uh, Carolina, Purdue, yeah. and Michigan State. So everyone thinks we're homers. And we got roasted, but if you actually watched it. Because we were playing ball, don't lie. We had a little tight skull. Right. And it basically, if we didn't agree, we had two resources. We had Tanya, who was nice enough to write on the board for us. She had right. no idea uh, any way to abbreviate any team. But uh, other than that, she did a great job. And then we had the computer, which we didn't use at all. And then we had a basketball. And we can make the shot. And obviously, ball, don't lie. And that's how we made these picks. So yeah. there were a few times that the ball... Determined, the ball, and determined and dictated the what happened. Yeah, it like, wasn't I, on us. I
0: feel I'm getting roasted unfairly because Purdue and Michigan State were in there. Like, I'm carrying the banner for the Big Ten. Listen, yes. I, I wanted to put Duke in there, and mm-hmm. I wanted to put not Purdue in there. Thank God I refuse
1: to <laughs> let that uh, happen. Those
0: two. But anyway, check that out. So the the point is, Tate, we've had a few days to sort of uh, uh, analyze what's going on here, to to take a step back, calm down, mm-hmm. relax from the selection Sunday. I'm so fired up. I know. I am too. This is the worst... Can we make this point that this is like the worst three days of our lives—the after selection Sunday to when the tournament actually starts? Really, so Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday are probably the worst days, of, at least in mm-hmm. my life. I'll speak for myself.
1: It's the storm before the storm.
0: You and I just become like court jesters. Mm-hmm. We're just circus monkeys for basically everybody in the world. No mm-hmm. one, no one cares about us the entire Personally, year. yes. I have people literally, and I'm gonna call. I'm gonna call them out by name. John Diebler, who has been called out by name on this podcast before, because mm-hmm. he says that he listens to the podcast, mm-hmm. and I, the last time I called him out, I was like, John, if you listen, text me. Guess what? Never got that text. <laughs> this man has not. I have not talked to him since Christmas. Mm. We texted each other on Christmas. Merry Christmas. Tell your family. Merry Christmas. That sort of you know pleasantries that you do. Um, have not talked to him since. The man. I get a text the other day, and he's like, Titus, we need to talk. And I'm like, Oh, we're gonna rekindle this friendship. Yeah, you were very concerned. Yeah, You're like, yeah. Like, what's yeah, going oh, on? Oh, is, is this good news? Is yeah. this bad news? Or. And then he, there's a, the little dot 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 where he's working on the, the text, you know. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what's gonna happen? Mm-hmm. I'm kind of nervous. Three is it gonna dots. be bad? Yeah. Who should I pick in my final four? That's what it is. That's all th- 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 that's every conversation I have with everybody is like no one wants to talk to me about how my life is going. Mm-hmm. I've 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 moved from Ohio. I'm out in Los Angeles for the month. Mm-hmm. This is I'm I'm eating terribly. I'm not exercising like I should. We're putting you and I are both putting on weight. You know, no one cares about us as as human beings. They care about us. We want your picks. Just dance for us, give us the picks. Is, is this your experience as well, Tate?
1: Yeah, and it's even worse because today's my birthday. You know, and, and you would expect that <laughs> it if you is today's birthday. Happy birthday! I don't know if we brought that I'm up. I'm so but... I'm so happy for you that you've lived a quarter century. You know, you made it past 25. There's a lot of people where you're from that didn't. You know, I'm happy for you. But instead, it's like, hey man, looking at the bracket right now, what do you think about Igor Kolachev in Florida? <laughs> it right. seemed pretty hot. It's like no, I, I don't I don't want to talk to you about that. Yeah, wish me, give me a well wish before. So uh, it's a tough time, uh, but. Thoughts and prayers to Tate Knight. <laughs> I've given you an answer for this for Deebler. Just send him back the link to the podcast with all the podcasts. He's like, What teams do you like? Just oh, send him yeah. the podcast. Yeah. I, they I, don't finally listen. This, they don't this, hear his name. This is number one team. This is
0: number one seed I really like. And put a <laughs> link to our podcast. Which by yeah, thank you, listener. Thank you, friends
1: of the program. Yeah. On, on a more serious note, right now we're we're Get being mean to everyone, but we we have to say we got to the top. We got back to the top. Back team. to the mountain. It's top. hard. It was really tough. And when it happened the first time is when we launched the podcast and you know, we won't name names, but a lot of people came up to us and a lot of haters. And, and a they lot threw of us down. They threw shade at us. They said it's an algorithm. You know, new podcast skewed to the top. You'll never get back. I hate, I hate, you. I hate you. I was <laughs> like, I was like, what is going on? Who is this person? Get out of my life. And. Mom, we're back. Yeah, now we're back. Dad, <laughs> dad, is this you? Daddy wasn't there.
0: Uh, so yeah, Tate and I are are doing the. Uh, yeah, we're we're circus monkeys. It's. It, I, I'm just ready for the games to start. But um, anyway, but well, we're back, happy to put on the
1: show and put on the. Act. We will
0: do the show, but this this comes with like th- like thoughts and prayers to us. Thoughts mm-hmm. and prayers to the college basketball analysts. Mm-hmm. Listen, you guys we come to senior You guys come to us for picks, but you you should know that. If, if Tate and I knew what was going to happen in this tournament and this goes for everybody even the even the analysts that we make fun of we love to pick on like the Seths out there the, the Davises
1: your Greenbirds I love that you can just say yeah, Seth and Seth. it just like covers a blanket of yeah. a group of people uh, we,
0: lo- we love to pick on various guys even mm. even them if we knew what was going to happen if anybody knew what was going to happen the NCAA tournament would not be awesome it would be boring it would be the NBA playoffs dare I say um, and
1: it would be a character named Captain and, Foresight and he yeah. would be starring in all these commercials you know hotel.com and he would tell you who was going <laughs> to win games
0: but we don't. We don't know. And that's part of the fun. So anyway, um, just, just thought we should say that. But Tate, back to the point, mm-hmm. what what should we talk about now that we've digested it, now that we've had time? What uh what wh- where where do we want to start with this and breaking all this bracket
1: down? Should we start with the twelve over five games? Yes, because, this is the this is the pick that people want. Cause everyone wants the upsets. And, you know, I actually give a rule of thumb when people I've always asked, there's like the average of upsets in the tournament in the first round is like twelve. Yeah. if you did an average of 12 upsets. So the number I always give is 10. So if you're ever going through your bracket and you're looking around, mm-hmm. you're like, holy shit, you know, SF, you know, SF Austin's playing Marshall in the Sweet 16. Yeah, I should probably go are, back and take yeah, a check of this. Like, what's going on? There's like 10 upsets and obviously usually three or four, possibly four or 12 or five upsets if, if all of so, them happen. So bef- that's the game I want to look before at. Before
0: we get into the 12-5 thing, here's another tangent that, that's sort of related. Um, How do you go about filling out your bracket when...
1: You're very upset about this.
0: No, 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 no. This is this is a different point. So Tate, Tate's like kind of got serial killer tendencies where he fills out... <laughs> Like it, he puts teams in the final four before. He's I think even this got is my last round. podcast.
1: <laughs> I think this is the end, guys. It's been fun. <laughs> Happy birthday, by the way. Yeah, Tate. I know. love you, buddy. It's been great. Um,
0: Tate fills out like an entire side. Of, he fills out the entire left side, so he picks like the national champion on the left side. No, I
1: I don't do that. I go clockwork. I do by regions. I go by. Oh, I so do, you pick the I final pull four. every region out individually. That's so not I start so left and then I go to each still, region and then. Anyway, this was, this was a hot lady. And then de- I get to the debated. final four, and then I pick my final four. You keep you know?
0: invoking your birthday, and you're making me feel bad. That I can't argue with you. And that's, I'm so <laughs> I, shook. because that's I only like, have one day. That's like 95% of what I do on this podcast is just argue with you. <laughs> I only have one day. Of you. Uh, so I, I'm I'm the guy that fills out the first round, and then mm. the second round and all that. But anyway, the uh, the 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 point, the, the thing I was going to ask you, though, is when you fill out your bracket um, and you're looking for upset picks, are you someone who's trying to go for 100%? Like, I'm trying to get the perfect bracket or are you like playing the the odds and I and I don't mean in the sense that uh uh that you're just going to you're going to do chalk cuz like honestly if you're filling out a bracket and you're trying to win your pool chalk is probably the smartest play isn't it like that gives you the best chance if you just yeah you straight up chalk right <laughs> pick the pick, better teams pick, pick the yeah. best teams right <laughs> um but I mean like would you are, are you uh because, you know, some people some people might just throw a ton of upsets up there. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not going to name names, but we know some people like this that would just pick, pick a ton of upsets. And then that way when you get like three of your 10 upset picks, you're like, I, ca- I totally called that 15 over the two. Mm-hmm. Or are you someone who's like surgical with it? Like I'm trying to get very perfect with each of these picks.
1: I'm very... If this happens, then this means that this happens. You know what I yeah. mean? I'm very like, if Villanova goes out and loses to Virginia Tech, then I, now I have to figure out how far is Virginia Tech going to go now. Because yeah. it's sort of like the South Carolina thing last year. When they beat Duke, If you, I picked that game for South Carolina to yeah. beat Duke. And then I said to myself, well, if South Carolina beats Duke in South Carolina, there's no way that they're going to fly to New York and win some more games. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. So I, so I cut South Carolina out. But then, of course, South Carolina is like, no, we actually are the team of destiny we play a thing called defense. Mm. We have Sendarius Thornwell. We have P.J. Dozier. Mm. And guess what, folks? We're going to the Final Four. So I I try to do it like that where like how far is the ceiling for each team? Because if you do have this massive upset, that usually means that you're gonna hit, you know, a, yeah. group, a group of teams that you're not quite, you know, able to. That beat. sort of
0: happened to us where we were filling out the bracket as a as a team, and we were like, we like that upset, like you said, where you got Marshall and your elite eight or something. We didn't have that bad, but like you suddenly, I do. You, I look, <laughs> you look up and you're like, oh shit, how did I get to this point where all these uh-huh. these double digit seeds are in my lead eight? Um, It also brings up a good point, like you said, when you're thinking out scenarios, like if this happens, then this happens. Uh, I get specific with that too, and I, I've mentioned this move before. I think it's a savvy move. I, I stand by it. Some. Some of the internet things won't let you do this move, but in the handwritten bracket pools, mm-hmm. you can pull this move where you have a team get upset in the first round, but then you also have that same team that got upset and make the Sweet Sixteen. Where like the good example is tonight, St Bonaventure and UCLA. Again, we're, film, we're we're taping this pod uh, in Tuesday afternoon, so this game hasn't happened yet. But like, if St Bonaventure beats UCLA, I like Florida to win that game. But I also, but if UCLA beats St Bonaventure, I like UCLA, I like over, UCLA Florida. over Florida. So you do the thing where you're like, but then on top of that, I think St Bonaventure is going to win tonight. So it's like, you know, if this was like in a bracket situation, I would pick St Bonaventure to advance in the playing game, but then I might pick UCLA to beat Florida. You see what
1: I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it becomes like a so you have two different outcomes. Yeah, and like, you, I like you, that. you
0: forfeited your, you know, you can obviously not get a perfect bracket that way, but you're sort of like playing like a little mind game on your opponent. So anyway. That's what. That's a. I felt like. I like that. It's fun to bring that stuff up. No, it's pretty good, especially um, uh
1: UCLA Saint Bonaventures is a. It's a big game. Yeah. And Saint Bonaventures is you know the underdog in that game by four mm. points, and UCLA mm. flying all the way to Dayton, Ohio from Los Angeles. Sunny Ooh, jet lag. Yeah, it's jet tough lag. going and it, back. And it's about. It, it, it's kind of like the opposite of you. You know, you come out to LA, yeah. and then as soon yeah, as it's true. and then they go back to Ohio. I should tell like yeah. I should tell Steve Offer. Give. Him I some, should call
0: Steve Offer. Yeah, and Be yeah. like, hey, can you swing by my house and give me some stuff and <laughs> bring it back when you come back? Feed your dog. So. As you said, let's talk about twelve over fives. That's mm-hmm. the upset that I think people always get excited. I brought this up on the Selection Sunday pod, but uh, it might be worth re-mentioning that the reason people get excited about the twelve over fives is your twelve seeds are your 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 uh, automatic bids. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. the teams that won their conference tournaments, the mid majors that are really hot that are playing well, they're the best of the teams that you know wouldn't didn't get an automatic bid, so. That's that's why the 12s always seem to beat the fives is because your fives are usually your power conference teams that are just okay. Your 12s are your red hot, very good mid major teams. Uh, so knowing that, Tate, which of these 12-5 games jumps out to you the
1: most? Should we talk about the best twive, 12-5 game? Don't do it. Should we wait? Don't do. I I kind of want to tease it. Let's say, wait. Let's go to one. Let's go to one where we're not actually going to talk about the best game that's going to happen. Oh, in the I first thought round. I
0: thought you. I I know what you I know what you meant by that. Now I thought you were going to say something else first because there's I mean there's one
1: 12-5 game that.
0: Let's start there. Let's just start Let's there. Let's just start there. Okay. Your the team. Way.
1: your team. All right. Ohio State Buckeyes.
0: I, I think Ohio State's going to win, K-
1: KBD. I honestly think that us, me being the way that I am about it, just trying to mess with you by yeah. saying that I like the Jackrabbits, it's, by saying I like Mike Dom, that is actually hurting South Dakota. Yes. So for the people in South Dakota, I'm sorry, because what do I usually do? I usually say that you have no chance, like Carson Wentz. I'm right. like, you have no chance to go and win a Super Bowl or do anything impactful in your life because you're from South Dakota, and then they win a <laughs> <Damn>. Super Bowl. <laughs> And you know, and like that's the card I usually play on this because like I'm a man of majors, not mid majors. And think, I think right now that I'm supporting the Jackrabbits. I don't want to curse you guys because I feel like I am, so I'm sorry. So you're, so, I'm apologizing so what, to a what's, whole what's state. What's the
0: big takeaway? Are you are you the big takeaway saying, is
1: I'm picking South Dakota State to upset Ohio but you're State. Also but I know that that will then lead. It's just like the Temple thing. You know, I'm just doing Temple. it to get under my skin. I'm not doing it to get under your skin. I think that the Jackrabbits have a, a perennial superstar. Name,
0: name one thing about Mike Dom.
1: Wet J. <laughs> Great rebound. I brought this up in my uh, He's basically Luke May of South Dakota. Yeah.
0: I brought this up in my selection Sunday thing that I I wrote a thing on the ringer dot dot com. Uh about like breaking you know, what I thought of all the bracket and kinda and I I made the point that, that people are gonna get excited about Mike Dom because he averages like twenty something and ten rebounds and but nobody nobody's ever seen this guy play. It's just like but oh the, man,
1: Mike Dom—that's a tough matchup for the Buckeyes. But my favorite thing about that too is like every time I've tweeted anything about college basketball this year, there's been this like one San Diego State fan that's been like, still haven't checked out Dom yet. The one thing I do know about Dom, I mean, yes, is, I yeah, have. yes, yeah, <laughs> I've seen <laughs> him. I just don't want to talk about him. But go Jackrabbits.
0: Uh, the one thing I do know about Dom was that at the beginning of the year, I saw an article someone wrote. Um, obviously someone writes every article, but. Uh, Someone wrote an article about Dom and how I think he's graduating this year, but he still got eligibility. Mm-hmm. Like he was—I don't know if he's a redshirt. Or I again, I don't know about this guy. He's a bum. He's—he's going to be out in the first round. Why should Look, I? Look, stop about talking him? But, bad about the Summit um,
1: League Player of the Year back to back. Okay. But the point is the, the 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 point
0: of the article is like is he, he's going to be the hottest grad transfer if he decides to transfer after this year? Because like this is a guy who could play pretty much anywhere in the country. He could start for basically any team, is what everyone says. And I already um, have
1: the pick for him. He's from Nebraska. It's one of our sleeping mm. giants, a team that should have been in the tournament. Mike Dom to Nebraska. He goes home. Mm. Mm. You're welcome.
0: I would like that, actually. I would like that. It, cause, especially because, like, Ohio State will kick his ass in this game. And then, that <laughs> It'll go bring, back then bring him to the big game. We'll camp. kick his ass again. Okay, there you go. Uh, so, I, I, I guess the, the concern for me in this game is that... Um, Mike Dom exists, and I, know, I don't know a ton about him. <laughs> but uh, I, th- I think Ohio State can play Kada Bates D up at the five. I think like, this is a game where Chris Holman is willing to sort of like try different things to stop Dom,
1: and that has me sort does, of optimistic is that what? Say it, does this concern you? You're a man of Indiana basketball, right? Mike Dom played a team from Indiana, Fort Wayne. Do you know how many points that man had against him? 51, Mark Titus. 51. Mm points well that's that's different Fort Wayne couldn't compete in the big Ten because
0: like for example when they played Indiana they
1: (laughs) they call him the Dominator (laughs) they call the Dominator he Uh. has a nickname he has 51 points to his name and yeah. I think that was actually last year he beat Fort Wayne. I may be confusing my years. He had 51 against Fort Wayne sometime.
0: It doesn't matter because Fort Wayne beat Indiana both of the past years. <laughs> like Fort Wayne's been had
1: a decent team <laughs> the
0: last two years. Um, He's an urban legend. Listen, Mike I'm, Dom, I'm, I'm worried about this. You know, South Dakota State, as as I brought up on the selection show we did, uh yeah. about 20 minutes away from Boise, Idaho. Gonzaga is also about 20 minutes away. It's, that South
1: Dakota State fan is so happy right now. Yeah. We've talked 14 minutes about Mike Dom. Um, I I I see South
0: Dakota State being Ohio State. I actually am kind of confident though. I'm i com- I'm confident in that one. The Gonzaga one worries me. The one that I think stands out, though mm. the the 12-5 that I really like is New Mexico State Clemson. Yes. Um New Mexico State, led by Zach
1: Lofton, <laughs> who I've watched play many times. Can we tell a true story? As, as I was watching, we were talking about Michigan State Clemson. Clemson is a team that has had a bunch of injuries with Grantham being out. They've sort of like like Even when we were watching clips the other day, it was like, oh, there's Gabe DeVoe, and then it's kind of like some guys, yeah. you know, like Scaras out there playing a transfer that I, came in.
0: Yeah, I literally said to you, remind me who the Clemson guys are, because I know all like, all, the, all these teams sort of blend together at some point, and then Tate started naming guys. I was like, oh, yeah, I know him. He's yeah, like, oh, you, you yeah, Grantham, them. duh, yeah, I know course, all these guys. I've course. watched Clemson enough. Yeah. But then New
1: Mexico State was the other thing. I was like, who is the best player on New Mexico State? And I'm sitting there, and I'm just like racking my brain. I'm like, the guy is the last name of a baseball player. We're throwing out like Sosa, <laughs> Maddox. I'm like, I don't know. It's, it's some baseball player. And then, thank God, I got to Lofton. I was like, yeah, Lofton, Lofton. Yeah, yeah, that's who yeah. it is. So I, I say all this to say, New Mexico State, I'm sorry. I don't have the research that I want. I, I can mm. see all the stats. I, I can put it into that's the computer. Real, and, I like that. That's uh, authentic. And, but I, I do think that Clemson is due an upset. That, so that's, that makes me believe in New Mexico State. That
0: makes you more credible. Because like, if, if you fake it, then you know, and I'm a liar. Then you're a liar yes. to find it. Yeah. So, so now you know. Call, they'll now, call me that regardless. Now you That's know what I learned today. <laughs> now you know when Tate's confident about something, he actually did do his research because he's not afraid to tell you. Like I don't know shit about this team. Uh, New Mexico State. Here's what I know about them: twenty-eight hmm. and five.
1: They play great defense. They're I know the record.
0: They're defensive. <laughs> from New Mexico.
1: I know White Sands yeah. National Park in New Mexico. We got two things, Albuquerque. Uh,
0: this is this is the other fun part of like of of people asking us for their picks. Is like you and I, we at, in covering college basketball, we we cover the the best teams at, at every all, throughout the and year. And I'm sorry about so, that. Why are you upset? Like, yeah. why, why why are you mad? That so, but then that? it happens, and then inevitably, like half the teams of the tournament are teams <laughs> like we don't really watch. So, uh, but no, New Mexico State. So Zach Lofton averaged about twenty a game. Yes. Um, they they fit the mold of a team that plays defense very well and has a, a go to score. Um, also, if you want to do the loc- the locale thing, Clemson, mm-hmm. they're playing this game in San Diego. Clemson yeah. is flying across three time zones to play. New Mexico State, about 20 minutes away. Uh, <laughs> 20 minutes away. No. About 20 minutes. Uh, no, but I, I do think the time zone thing matters. I think that's where, I don't think it's like, you know, I'm not saying it's worth 10 points. It's not a 10 point swing, but it's probably worth a point or two in mm-hmm. this game. So uh, mm-hmm. that's one that jumped out to me. I, I actually have New Mexico State winning this because Clemson also is like kind of like just a middling, not, really that excited about these guys' team.
1: And I said it on the bracket, like, Clemson has celebrated this season as as a yeah. success. You know, they were picked to finish... I can't even remember what they were picked. It was like 11th in the ACC or something, maybe yeah. even 12th in the ACC.
0: That's every team. Every team in the country this year was picked to finish like 11th through 14th. Yeah, and Virginia then, was like
1: 6th so yeah. and they ended up being Ohio the number State one. Ohio State was yeah. 13th. Yeah.
0: Texas Tech. All these teams <laughs> are like, every single team was picked to finish 13th which, in their conference. Which brings us back to the
1: main point of this podcast. Stop listening to these beat writers <laughs> that are making all these picks and listen to us. Uh, that's the point. So that,
0: that's my pick. That's my 12-5 special. New I New think that's, State.
1: that's the one which, that's the most believable 12-5 that everyone's like, yeah, I can see that. That makes sense. Uh, the other one that's kind of boring, probably the most boring 12-5 game of the 12-5 games, then we'll get to the real one. Uh, Murray State, West Virginia. Mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of people say, well, West Virginia can't keep a lead, which you know we joke about in yeah. this podcast all the time. But they're going to beat Murray State. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't see that being a problem. And I say all this to say, I don't know much about Murray State. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, I know enough to know that West Virginia will win that game, so uh, I'll give West Virginia the bump there. I don't think that's the upset. I think New Mexico so. State. I don't think so
0: either. I, I, you know, listen. Anything that happens in this tournament it wouldn't be surprising me if Murray State wins. I'm not going to be shocked. But I think West Virginia this year. I, I have a little more confidence in them, even though they every single Kansas game they have in the bag and they let it out. They let it slip away, and they sort of. West Virginia sort of had a disappointing season just from the sense that they were ranked like number two in the country at one
1: point. And it could have been something super special. And you felt
0: like special. it was super special. So, yeah. like, now that they're a five seed, you're like, eh, what are the, uh, I'm not excited about that team. But they're actually, they're different this year. It's sort mm. of, there's a different feel to them. I, I trust their offense more. Um, I don't think they're quite as good defensively, even though they got Kanate and Carter, which is like, they still provide the defensive highlights. So people get like all excited. Javon Carter is leading the country in steals. Of course he's leading the country in steals. Like the entire, <laughs> that's what they do. Yeah, the entire system is programmed yeah. for him to lead the country in steals. It's like the, the quarterback that throws 70 times a game. They're like, he leads the country in passing yards. Of course.
1: My one thing that I can guarantee in this tournament is that Kanate will be in the one shining promo at the end of the tournament. Yeah. And it will be him with two hands blocking the shit out of somebody. Yeah. That's, yeah. That is one thing I can promise you. That will but, happen.
0: But then you see those and you're like, damn, West Virginia's got like the greatest defense. And you, you realize like that's just a block shot. Like like the team, like He blocks it out of bounds and it's like the so it gets and the he ball. also it's not like,
1: has a lot of foul trouble. And yeah. the reason is because like to time he does two, he does the volleyball block. So yeah. to time a volleyball block like that and yeah. to get two hands on the basketball, like it's a really tough thing to do. And it really is all timing. So like a lot of times you just throw your body into someone and it's a foul.
0: It looks awesome when you pull it off. It's, <laughs> it
1: looks like it doesn't look so great when very, you do It's
0: very, very dumb when you don't. <laughs> um yeah, so I I believe in West Virginia. I, I Ohio State and West Virginia are sort of the two fives that I trust in, you know, the just you don't really trust any five
1: seed in an NCAA
0: tournament. Yeah, but, you know, you know what I'm saying. I, I think that. we're
1: two for four. I think the average yeah. since like 1985, an upset percentage is like 38. 5-12 Five twelve. So I say that. To, I say right.
0: that to then say the the, the game that we the, is the best game that we think um, with Kentucky versus Davidson. I believe that Kentucky is the best five seed in this crop, at least right now. They, they they maybe not had the best season overall, but I think the team that I trust the most out of these five seeds in this tournament is Kentucky. um the problem is, Tate, the 12 seed that I trust the most out of this tournament is probably Davidson, and mm-hmm. they have to play each other. And if, if I understand the format correctly, only one of them can advance.
1: <laughs>
0: yes. I don't, so what do we do there?
1: I learned this from a Google ad that was on the Bill Simmons podcast. Apparently, the teams that upset the most are cat mascots. What? The teams that complete the most upsets in the did, NCAA tournament. Did Darren are Robel ca- write that ad? <laughs> <laughs> I was amazing. I can't believe that's the truth but apparently Google is telling me that. It's cat mascots and I didn't do any research on that. I learned it from an ad but, I, but I'm saying that to say the Wildcats are cats. People. They are cats. We all know that. Uh, Bob McKillop is an unbelievable coach. What's Cal- his
0: name? Bamba, Bamba, Bamba
1: Mo Bamba Killup? No, yeah. Bob McKillop, Uh Stephen Curry's coach. We remember, oh yeah, yeah. Oh,
0: that guy. We remember oh, Stephen Curry.
1: Steph Curry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when he was just he Ste- played
0: at Davidson.
1: We called him <laughs> Steph. We called him. Uh, what do they used to call him? Stephon Curry. Steph. Stephen. It was. Steph- it was Stephon. Steph- 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 like Stephon Steph- like Steph- yeah. Marbury was what they called him at first. That was awesome. Do you
0: believe people mispronounce college basketball players' names? Jesus. Like, like, <laughs> That would, yeah, that would certainly never happen yeah that, that would never that. happen
1: on this podcast uh, yeah I love Kellen Grady they're freshman number 31 plays like Steph looks like Steph idolize Steph what
0: about Peyton literally Luke May Aldridge,
1: Peyton Aldridge is like a country boy playing for the Davidson Wildcats, and he's the type of guy that if he doesn't have did, Grizzly in his car, I'd be shocked.
0: Did Luke May get recruited by Davidson? Yes, because he's from he's from like Cornelius, right? Which he's, is by, he's literally like from by Davidson. Davidson. Yeah, my, my brother used to live on Lake Norman, so I know the uh,
1: I know I, the, the yeah. Cornelius Lake Norman's area. very nice. Yeah, um, people don't know.
0: So Luke May could have played with Peyton Aldridge. That would have been
1: the greatest front line oh of all my time. God. Just oh. Doug McDermott's wet dream to watch those two guys just <laughs> shoot threes all day. Um, Kentucky is good right now. They're figuring
0: it out. Winnie Gabriel was on fire. The, we, we, we poked fun at him for for shooting threes too much.
1: When did Gabriel become Kyle Wilcher? It's unbelievable. <laughs> it really did happen. Like, I don't understand this. It's
0: true. He was lighting up the SEC <laughs> tournament. Uh, Gilgis Alexander is Rondo a stud. Yeah. yeah. Kevin Knox, like maybe 80% as good as what I want him to be, but he still can be effective. He's still someone to fear.
1: Kevin Knox reminds me a lot of DJ Wilson last year from Michigan, or maybe mm-hmm. even Malachi Richardson is one of those wing guys where if he is hot and he's shooting well, which is like we can say that about anyone, I guess. Yeah. Um, they're very, very scary. Kentucky looks like a Final Four team, like a 2014 yeah. team. But when Knox is off, but he still continues to shoot every time, their their offense looks stagnant. But that's why Gilgis Alexander is so important to that team because he comes in and he basically just decides, okay, well, I, I'll just score here. This, this is fine. Right, I'm, I'm right. just driving the pain. Gildas
0: Alexander has been, I mean, I don't He's know. He's the I, key to that
1: team. When we saw
0: him play against Kansas in the the Champions Classic, I got really excited about him because of his length and just sort of, you can you, you could tell early in the year that Kentucky, I think the point I kept making was like they have no fundamentals. They can't mm-hmm. shoot, they can't dribble, mm-hmm. they can't pass, but mm-hmm. they're all long and athletic.
1: Which is Kentucky basketball.
0: Yeah, and Gildas Alexander was the one that I sort of try, like Kevin Knox has the smooth stroke but like Gildas Alexander jumped out to me like if that guy can kind of figure it out throughout this year he's going to be something well here we are he's uh, he's kind of figured it out as they, as they said as Vital said in the SEC tournament and everyone the, the the line that all the announcers love to use is that these are not freshmen anymore mm-hmm. at this point they played a whole season they played folks. a whole season these are sophomores freshmen are actually sophomores and sophomores are juniors. juniors yes that makes, like, what, redshirt seniors? like. Seniors are now Javon Carters. <laughs> that's what they say. That guy's That guy that guy's been saying. around forever, hasn't he, folks? <laughs> Man, I, I remember him when uh, Perry Ellis and also Aaron Kraft. And, <laughs> they, yeah. they all played together. Wow, remember how time. long yeah. they were there? Yeah.
1: That's uh, wild. My thing for Cal in this Kentucky team is he has now got to the point where he is fine to sit Nick Richards and all these other five-star guys. The reason we like Shay Gildershaw Alexander <laughs> is not because – he has three names and he has a hyphen. It's because he wasn't as he wasn't talked about like these other guys that came right. in. Like we all talked about Vanderbilt, we all talked about Richards, we all talked about Knox, we even talked about Quad A Green. But for some wh- whatever reason, Gojoe Alexander kind of was under the radar. So now that he's the best one of the crop, right. we kind of like him more. It was the same Kalia Jones. Like whenever Kalia Jones comes in and makes a play, right. I'm like so excited for him because he's like a was four star that's actually doing well. Yeah, he,
0: it's the uh, was it Marcus Lee in 2014? Yeah,
1: that uh, yep. he,
0: co- he had to come in California zone Marcus Lee when he had. To coming into the tournament, I forget, it, was, it might have been like the Elite Eight game yeah,
1: or that's something. that's when they had like 15 guys that were yeah. seven feet tall. That were and they're like, where did this
0: bench. guy come from? What a, what a surprise story this is. And, <laughs> and then you're like, star. yeah, who is Marcus Lee? He's like five-star McDonald's All-American. <laughs> Number two <laughs> yeah. center in the country. You're like, I probably should have heard about him. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Gilgis-Alexander coming off the bench to start the season.
1: Yeah, so that, that's that, that part and of it Kalia too. And Kalia Jones yeah. now is playing on defense. Like Cal in, in, the net, in the championship game, the SC championship game, he basically was like, Nick, I can't trust you to actually play defense. I'm pulling you out. I'm putting in Kalea Jones, and he had some big plays down the stretch. This
0: is this is the number one game to me that I'm most excited about in the first round. I agree. I I think like when you make a pick, um, I have a feeling you're going to say you're picking Davidson. Which, whatever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I'm gonna, what whatever. I'm, gonna, I'm trying to defend you before you actually do make a pick. Mm-hmm. Um, this is one of those games where like you make a pick, you tweet it like if you were to tweet it out, you'd be like, I think Davidson will win this game. People, Kentucky fans will be pissed. Yes, but, eviscerate me. As I said, it's like one of those games where like someone has to win, someone has to lose, and it's you. You wish you could pick both of them. Um,
1: that's that's really how I feel. But <laughs> that's, that's why I keep saying Wildcats, and you get mad at that's me. That's why because I, I want to pick. It's the of worst them. joke in the world. It's the worst joke in the world, and I don't care. Uh,
0: they play Thursday at. Let's see here. I have four 4, four ten p.m. Yes. our time, so that's what yes. seven 7, 7, 10 Eastern? 10. seven ten. So you add three hours. So yes. 4, 7. yes. Yes. Seven ten. Uh, Kentucky's five. Point I favorite. can't do math I, can't. I got no calculator I got no math skills do you want to dive into that right now yeah can we talk L- about no hold on Let, let's take a break <laughs> and we will we will dive into more stuff because we we God have to celebrated us taking a we break. have to talk about Dick Vitale uh, d- just in general let's just take a break here we go
1: Quick break to get a word from ZipRecruiter. Are you hiring, Mark Titus? I'm not. Okay, neither am I. Uh, Posting your position to job sites and waiting and waiting for the right people to see it. ZipRecruiter knew there was a smarter way, so they built a platform that finds the right job candidates for you. ZipRecruiter learns what you're looking for, identifies people with the right experience, and invites them to apply to your job. These invitations have revolutionized how you find your next hire. In fact... 80% that would be a good percentage from the three point Mm -hmm. line if you're Trey Young I could do it Uh huh. of employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site in just one day and ZipRecruiter doesn't stop there they even highlight and spotlight the strongest applications you receive so you never miss a great match the right candidates are out there ZipRecruiter is how you find them businesses of all sizes trust ZipRecruiter for their hiring needs right now our listeners of One Shining Podcast can try ZipRecruiter for free what? that's right free what? yes free Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash OSP. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash OSP. ZipRecruiter.com slash OSP. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. You know, the players are also playing for free, too. So
0: yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, pay the players, guys. <laughs> All right, Tate, real quick, we uh, need to get to this Dick Vitale thing. Um, mm-hmm. Because as we said on the selection Sunday, spectacular, spectacular that we did. We knew Dickie V was going to ride for one of the snub teams. Mm-hmm. We didn't know which one it was going to be. I thought it was going to be Middle Tennessee State because they're just the mid-major and it's very easy. No, it's, it's a very uncontroversial thing to say. Like, I thought the little guy should have got more respect. Um, We're all
2: playing the same game, baby.
0: Yeah, uh, but we know for sure, because this is the Dickie V move every year. He wants, someone's got to miss the tournament. Mm-hmm. He, he does not seem to understand that. He wants every team to make the tournament. This year, my God, we got a good Dickie V
2: rant. Uh, Kyle, play it. Somebody explain this to me. I know I'm a dummy, I know I can't spell, I know I can't read, I can't write, I have no math skills, but I want someone to explain this to me. How in the world can Oklahoma State be sitting home today and Oklahoma in the tournament when Oklahoma loses 11 of their last 15 games, they didn't win one game in the year 2018 on the road, and on top of it, Oklahoma State beats them twice, not once, twice. Oklahoma State beats Kansas twice. Oklahoma State beats West Virginia at West Virginia. Oklahoma State beats Florida State. I see no logic. They can give me all the talk they want about early, but they did early, 14-2. and two. There is no way in the world that Oklahoma State, if Oklahoma's in, Oklahoma State had to be in the tournament. I think it's a disgrace. I think it's an embarrassment, and it's a humiliation to what this tournament's about. I really, tell you the truth, it frustrates the hell out of me.
1: Oh, my. So we get that. We get Dick Vitale. I mean, he knows no math. He is stupid. He knows nothing. But he he says all this to say the committee has made the most egregious mistake they've ever made. They've hurt the kids.
0: I think it's a disgrace. I think it's an embarrassment. And I think it's a humiliation to what this tournament is about. I mean, you can't get any more damning words than that.
1: Yes. And the best thing about Dickie B. doing this is when you you take everything apart and you you look at the words. Those are harsh words. Very harsh words. And you're throwing it at something or someone, you would say. Meanwhile, the committee is made up of human beings. There are people that Dick Vitale, I'm sure, has known... Has, discussed, has talked to, That's love. has seen, has loved. I've has, broken
0: bread with you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah
1: like if he saw him in the street, he would hug them, he would tell some story, he would talk about diaper dandies, he would make some sort of comment, and everyone would be happy. So when he says this stuff, he is speaking to some sort of entity, like an evil entity that he has created in his mind, known as the committee. The committee and a the shadowy commi- figure. Yeah, a shadowy figure that is not, that is like some some ghost monster, <laughs> some shadow monster that he has no idea who's a part of it, and they're just making these decisions. Like, we know what we can do about it, baby, but this could committee. He's like so upset, so heartbroken by the committee. Meanwhile, these are all human beings that Dickie right. V knows personally most likely, has spoken to plenty of times and it's just amazing because if you're on the committee and you read that, you're like, what yeah. The hell? Yeah, if you ask Dickie V,
0: like, name name specific people on the committee that you think screwed up with this, he would be like, well, you know, they're all doing the best they can, baby. Lisa <laughs> you know? um, Rice, I love but her! But that's why, that's what like Mark Immer is so important, the head mm. of the NCAA, and Roger Goodell who yes. everybody hates for yes. the NFL. That you exist so you can be a singular person. Yes. That everyone can point to and say, You're the man I
1: hate. It's like me at the ringer. <laughs> it's like you just put a face to it and then everyone will hate you. It's genius. It's genius. It's Roger Goodell. <laughs> I mean, Mark Embert, just be that face. Just lean into it. Oh, yeah. And those so, guys are like Goodell bot. You know what I mean? He's just like a like it doesn't matter. He doesn't care. He's like, I don't care. I'm making what, forty million dollars? Mm-hmm. Mark Embert's making I mean they're making 977 million dollars on this tournament. That's it's all going back to scholarships as Dicky V has told us. It's, it's all, all going into the women's <laughs> swimming team that need that million dollars. It's
0: crazy. It's all these teams none of them break even. They barely break even. It's, <laughs> so, it's break just
1: like so <laughs> they're dude, losing money.
0: They made 10 dollars a profit last year. What do you want from them? I mean my god. Um yeah Dickie Jersey V Dickie V gave us a great rant. I love it. Uh I do love Dickie V. I we make fun of him so much, but I I don't we
1: know. Lo- we're, what, we're gonna miss him. Listen, That's all we Woody, yeah.
0: Woody Durham passed away, and I, we kind of brought it up in that podcast, like how we all love to make fun of all these broadcasters and talk about how bad they are, but mm-hmm. we we love them. When, yeah, when they, yeah, when it, when they're out of our lives, it's like damn, something's missing here. It and reminds me of Chris leaving.
1: Berman, like when when Vitel yeah. leaves. You know, when Verm, yeah, when ev- Berman oh. left, everyone was like, "I'm so ready to get rid of this guy. I don't care about rumbling, bumbling, stumbling, back, 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 back. yeah." yeah like, they, they everyone hated that. Everyone shit. hated it. And then when he left, it was like a year and a half later. Everyone's like. Man, I would love two minutes. Simmons wants Like Simmons, wants to back, like Simmons <laughs> would do
0: anything to get Berman back. Yeah,
1: yeah. Vital will be the same. Yeah. Uh, so, um,
0: couple things we should we should talk about. Mm. Uh, a little, a few exercises, a few segments I want to try out here. Um, I make no bones about it. I get very excited about the Kimba Walker candidates, the Shabazz Napier candidates. I mistakenly said in Selection Sunday when I was just
1: quick thinking that people that, forget. Yeah. That, don't don't acknowledge them. Just don't even acknowledge them? Don't even acknowledge them. So, yeah, I won't even yeah. acknowledge them. Let's just move on. Sticks and stones, folks. Um, <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, we, uh, I talk about all the Kimba candidates. I, I get excited about the teams that, that might have a guy who could do what Kimba Walker did, what Shabazz Napier did. Those are the two that jump out. Um, I've, did you think like other guys have done this and we just didn't notice because they didn't play for UConn?
1: I will say this. The first name that the first person I ever saw do this where I was like, this is a point guard that is taking a team to a title was Jared Jack when he took Georgia mm. Tech. That was the first time where I was like, oh my God, this guy, this team is terrible. How is Luke Sincher catching lobs right now? Right. And it was because Jared Jack was so amazing. How's BJ Elder wide open in the corner every single time? and I thought it was Jack, but he didn't do it fade away jumpers like Kimba yeah, did. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a totally different personality. There, there
0: have been other instances. I, I I didn't even prep for this. I didn't even think to research, but I know of like, like Danny and the Miracles. Of course. There's, there's Manny, one guy, like, and that was, that
1: was the the Bagley thing when I was trying to think of a guy where, or even Aiton, one of yeah. these freshman guys where you pick them and you're like, he's so good that he could just take them to the final four to the national title game and be the number one overall pick. It's like Bagley and Aiton.
0: Right, yeah, but usually in the, in the modern era of basketball, college basketball, certainly this would apply. Of the NBA, but college basketball in particular, uh, because that's what we're talking. We're a college basketball podcast. Yes. Um the the guys that do that are typically the guards now. Like mm-hmm. so the Danny Manning type situation is less likely just because the the way offenses are structured is like the guard gets the ball and like let's face it, the coaches don't know how to Coach offense, really. It's just like, and the reason,
1: make that, plays. and people forget Danny Manning. The reason he was so amazing and such a wonder to the world was that he had guard skills, but he was That's a big true. man. That is true. You know what I mean? Like, he yeah. was able to go to the three point line, and like, he was something you talk about. You know, we joke about how terrible the unicorn thing is, and how people talk about these guys. Oh, like, I think
0: it's awesome. I think I totally support the talk about, unicorns. <laughs> but, but
1: is this like the first time big men have ever put the ball on the floor? Yeah. Like, Patrick Ewing used to catch the ball at the three point Dude, line and dribble, you know? I mean, I,
0: listen, I think, I think talking about how there are currently 600 unicorns. <laughs> <laughs> And
1: he did it guys, first that's yeah. the whole point uh, so, so did Kimba.
0: anyway let's go through some guys uh, I thought it'd be fun to go through the Kimba candidates because these are the teams that uh, and it kind of feeds into the, another question that a lot of people have when they're filling out their bracket is like where what are the lower seeded teams you believe in mm-hmm. Everyone, anybody can do the chalk thing like who's the team who's the 7 seed that you think yeah. can go to the lead 8 um so to answer, we'll answer both questions at once. Yes. With the, the guys that we believe can take a shitty team, maybe not. Maybe that's a harsh word. A team that's you know not on the forefront of people's minds as a national. We're not title here contender. for your feelings, folks. Yeah. If it um, hurts. It hurts. The number one, I think, we'll both be in agreement. The number one guy is Colin Sexton. Yes. At Alabama. Yes. Uh, who Alabama fits the mold because they play defense, and Colin Sexton is. My God, is he a star? Mm-hmm. Like he, ex- it, if this guy could have no talent whatsoever, he'd find a way to be a star. Um, the man exudes confidence. If you if you need to know anything about Colin Sexton, look up the Alabama. He has a ton of highlights, but the one that that was awesome to me was the fast break with the Alabama in the SEC tournament. When he he go he goes was it between his legs? Yeah, he, or no, he no, goes behind, behind his back.
1: That was pointless. He doesn't even dribble do behind it. the back. Yeah. He
0: does like the move where he picks up his dribble and like kind of. Within moves, two steps. So within you do two steps, enough, moves yeah. it behind the back and then throws a lob. The the behind the back thing was pointless. Throws a lob, the, the the teammate catches it, flushes it, and as he's dunking it, Colin Sexton's jumping with him. And then you got like the third teammate comes in and he's jumping and like all of them are jumping together. It was together. like
1: a ripple effect. It was like bouncing back up. The swag
0: down. was out of control. It was like the uh, the heat remember the heat picture where D-Wade throws it to LeBron and and LeBron dunk it and D-Wade's got the the arms out and not even looking at LeBron dunking it. That's what that reminded me of. Uh, Colin Sexton, his swag is out of control. He, He dropped like 27 and 31 in their two wins in the SEC tournament. Um,
1: yeah. And, and this is a guy that at one point in time, Alabama played a game with only three active players on the floor. Yes. This guy, and, almost and, he, and he almost won the <laughs> game himself. Won. And it almost looked better because he had more space. It was basically like, an, like he's going to translate perfectly to the NBA because he needs space. Sort of like Dennis Smith we're, Jr.
0: We're worried about him in the first round against Virginia Tech because we really like Virginia Tech's team. We like, and, v- and who's
1: a Kim McCann on Virginia Tech's team? Justin Robinson. Mm. He's another Kimba mm. candidate, and people Kimma will Canada. not have him on this list. And I, I will say he's an honorable mention Kimba candidate; he's not yeah. an official one. But if they were to lose that game in Sex and Loses, at least you get Justin Robinson, yeah. who's awesome.
0: Well, the point I was going to make here is that if if Bama can get by Virginia Tech, they got Villanova in the second round, and that is a game that I think Villanova is better than Alabama, obviously. But they're not going to be dripping sauce like Young Bull. My God! But that is like if you can if you're trying to think of a situation of like announcing people, announcing your arrival. The way Villanova plays, the, the way they attract eyeballs, all that kind of stuff. We should
1: raise money. If we get that game, Colin Sexton versus Villanova, we should all start a Kickstarter to get Gus Johnson to get oh my paid God. to That's call a, that yes. game.
0: That's a great point, Tate. That is a Gus Johnson game.
1: Because it would be unbelievable. Every single time yep. Colin Sexton touches the ball in a fast break, and Sexton! And they're just like, lose it? That
0: was
1: good. he will live for it. Uh,
0: so Colin Sexton is the obvious pick. I think. I think the second pick, to me at least, and and we we can start. Di- it's okay to disagree on this mm-hmm. podcast. Um, but I think the second pick is Keenan Evans of Texas Tech, and the only reason I you can talk me out of it is his turf toe situation, which like turf toe is something I think, I think you get like turf toe when you're six years old, and when you're like 94 and it gets kind of cold outside and the humidity drops, like your toe starts hurting. Like yeah. that's just something you have the rest of your life. So I'm I'm sort of worried about like. Is the turf toe gonna affect it? He came back and has played well since. But
1: um, I had turf toe from like going from being playing outside. I was playing soccer to basketball. Every time you go from grass to, to court, you yeah. always get turf toe. So what pisses me off about people getting tor- turf toe playing basketball is like, what have you been doing? Just like running around outside. Like what do you yeah. what are you up to? Just yeah, stay playing court. Come on, or, yeah. It's The worst. Uh, but Keenan Evans, he, they, they fit the mold because Texas Tech again.
0: You, you got to have the defense part because mm-hmm. it's it's easy to to make a list of guys that are just like we can score a lot. I mean, that's cool. Um, but you gotta guard people too to win these games and progress through the tournament, you know?
1: I think they got a tough draw. Stephen F. Austin's a really good team. They're I, actually
0: Stephen F. Austin is actually closer to Dallas. Yeah. Than Texas Tech is.
1: So there, they're playing in Dallas. Yeah, so and there, a, there's a headache, and there's a little bit of a history with Stephen F. Austin being able to make what, some. What's his name? Thomas Walkup. Mm. Is that his name?
0: Yeah. How could you forget Thomas Walkup? Yeah, my God,
1: that guy was great. Uh, so I, I have a little bit of concern about their first round draw, just because three fourteen games kind of scare me a little bit. Uh, I'm going to say my number two Kim McCann is not Keenan Evans, but it's another guy from the Big Twelve. And I think we're all overthinking this, and I think we're we're all wrong. We're all we've all been mean. I know that I've been mean against a mm-hmm. guy, and I know Charles Barkley's been mean against him, and that's Trey Young. Ooh, He's the number two Kim candidate And it's almost a slight that we haven't put him number one but, Because we're doing the what have you done for me lately thing Like Colin Sexton has been great in this tournament run But they don't play SCC. defense I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. But that's the part. I'm talking about a guy so, that he, what is, what is the NCAA tournament? If we're going to do Barrett, it's a, a tournament
0: race. with college basketball teams to, to determine a It's champion. a race to
1: 70. Every oh, okay. game is a race to 70. His first 70 is going to win the game usually, in my head. That's how I sort of play It's like a race to 70. Like when Carolina won the national title that people forget about, they won 71-65. It was a race yeah. to 70. They got there. They won. Trey Young is going to outscore you. He knows this is the biggest stage. He is like Kimba in the fact that the ball doesn't have to touch anyone else on his team. He may throw it to Kadeem Latin every once in a while just to keep them on their toes, but at the same time, he has to look at it and say, "You know what, F- Dan Hurley? You know what I mean?" <laughs> and, and, and like, I don't like Rhode Island, and I am Trey Young, and I led the nation in points but, and assists, and everyone's talking down on me, and it's my time.
0: All that is fine and well, and and I don't disagree that he has it in him, and I and I for
1: everything you're saying, I do agree that. And stars. I'm not saying that I think he's going to win. I'm just saying to, that's to do this, to do this, that's the To do this as Kim candidates and to not have the man there. The stars are is aligned
0: for Trey Young to score 40 points in the first round yes. or like light up Duke. But the problem is they don't play. Like, what good is him scoring 40 and losing the first round and then he's gone and we never and we don't have the. What if they win 85-83 and he scores 40 mm-hmm. and he hits a three to win? I thought you, when you said the other Big 12 guy, I thought you were going to say Javon Carter.
1: I know. I thought he's number go three on my list. They, That would have actually made me look like a you know like someone that you can trust on this program. But instead, (laughs) instead (laughs) you with the sexy flashy. Instead, instead I go with Trey Young because I'm very upset that everyone's turned on him, and I really just want to be in his good. I want to be in the good camp. I'm with you. Yeah, people have kind of
0: like cast him off as like this guy. You know, and and I think that we did that because
1: we called him. we We were so early to the party. Yeah, that, that as soon as everyone else jumped on the bandwagon, we wanted to cast them yeah. aside because we don't want to be a part of that. We're trying hipsters, and now, yeah. now everyone—oh, God, it's the worst. And now everyone, you know, wants yeah. to be mean to Trey Young, and I, I just don't think we're it's just Trey Young
0: contrarians. Whatever, whatever the masses feel about Trey Young, we feel the opposite. Yeah, yeah. you go That's, young, we, we go, go younger. Yeah. <laughs> um, other guys,
1: Lonnie Walker, Miami. Yes, is that is that one you would agree with? Second best hair in the NCAA tournament behind mm-hmm. Chris Clark. Um. I think the problem with Lonnie Walker and Miami as a whole is they have to they have to lean on Jaquan Newton. And I know people are going to think that's coming from Jaquan Newton spraying my boy Joel Barry at home uh, in, his, in his senior night game. But uh, I just think they miss Bruce Brown. Lonnie's going to have to take a lot more shots than he wants. Um, Bruce Brown's out for the tournament. Bruce Brown's out for the tournament. I, there was some hope that he could come back, I thought, but... We, I believe that. that up. Yeah, he's I out. believed
0: in Miami too much. I need to actually redo my bracket because I didn't realize Bruce Brown was out for the tournament. I thought hey, he's coming back.
1: And Bruce Brown is a triple double guy. I mean, he's a guy that facilitates everything. I'll, there's been some people, and you know, with Huell and that whole that whole squad, people are like they're better without Bruce Brown. Ooh, like the like team that. the yeah. team seems to play more together. It's not like the Bruce Brown show with a bunch of guys around him. But like, I still worry about Miami. I don't think they have the depth.
0: That's the yeah. Without Bruce Brown, it's a problem. But I feel like Lonnie Walker is worth the mention because of like you said, maybe Five they're star. maybe they are better than uh, maybe they are better without Bruce Brown. Maybe they still figure this out. Um, they got the parts still uh, theoretically, but uh, I don't believe in them quite as much. Anybody else that we need to mention?
1: Uh, one guy I want to throw out there, and I know you're probably gonna laugh at this. Um, Daryl Macon, Arkansas. Um, sorry, what? <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I love Arkansas. I They're don't know why. Dude, I don't know. He's not even the best
0: Kimba candidate in that game. Keelan Martin of Butler is the better Kimba candidate. In that I know. First Keelan, round Keelan game. Martin
1: is also on our list. Uh, those are two Kimba candidates go head to head. So maybe that's a game to watch. I don't know why I think Arkansas is so good. I, love, I don't either. I they love, don't play defense for shit. <laughs> they, they, I love Mike Anderson's offense. I, because I,
0: you have a hard on for these teams that you play in the NCAA tournament every year. You're Barford, scared of You're scared Beard, of Macon. You're scared Gaffert? of Arkansas, you're scared of Providence <laughs> because you say North Carolina plays these two teams in the tournament every year. And they're
1: year. good and they should have they should <laughs> win. I watched them play and I feel bad that I have to knock them out of the tournament. I feel I bad it. for Carolina fans.
0: That is funny though. The, the, I, I have teams like that too. I can't, I can't think off the top of my head but we're like but, teams you see. But yeah, even like
1: <laughs> last year Carolina played Butler in the Sweet 16, a team with like Tyler Lewis and Martin and all those guys and as I'm watching that team, yeah. you, know, you kind of get attached to these programs that go to the tournament so you're like, oh this is really the end you know yeah. like it was like I'd watch Tyler Lewis play 30 years of college basketball I was like but, oh this is the end
0: like Virginia well Virginia fans it'll be 40 years from now Michigan State their, their entire program could be nuked by the FBI they might <laughs> they might have like the death penalty for 20 years or something and and Michigan State could be like Division Two, but somehow get a, a bid into the Division One bracket. And Virginia yeah. fans will be like, "Oh shit, Michigan State, <laughs> not again!" <laughs> no, the, no, like it just kind of
1: like sticks with you for so long. Izzo goes to yeah. Fort Wayne, takes yeah. over the program. Fort Wayne's a 15 seed.
0: Um, yeah. So I, Keelan Martin's
1: a better pick for Butler. Keelan yeah, Mar- Keelan Martin's a great. Kim McK- a, Kellen a Grady great. from Davidson is another great candidate pick. It's,
0: Kellen Grady's not even the best player on his own team. Yes, he is. What are you talking about? Yes, he
1: is. Peyton Aldridge. I'm sorry, but. Shout it's out shout grading. out Zach uh
0: Zach Rizzuto,
1: Zach, Zach
0: Lofton. Zach Lofton, Lofton. Uh, Zach Smoltz. Zach Smoltz. <laughs> that's our guy. Uh Zach Lofton, New Mexico State. I can yeah. see that happening. Um, but enough about the Kimba candidate state. Let's talk about the candidates we we really find fascinating. And these are the Morrison candidates. The,
1: the Reddick candidates. The Reddick cry? At home, his senior night. Oh, nice. I'm sorry. People were very upset that I bring up JJ Reddick's senior night because they're like, that's what? that's that's cold, man. I'm doing it. I know JJ. This is to slight him. This is fun. Yeah, you know what you're doing.
0: Just uh, laugh. My, my boy uh, Josh McRoberts cried. I remember one game too. He <laughs> cried into the towel. I, I need to make fun of him for that. I forgot he did that. But when he brought it, I, had, I just kind of had the Duke and the crying in my head. And I was like, didn't someone else on Duke cry? I was like, yeah, it was Josh.
1: We should just call or it the Cameron crying. The candidates.
0: Cameron crying. Uh, so these are the candidates of guys we believe are the most, like. I guess, I don't know how to. to, to- most likely to cry. Most likely to cry if you lose, yeah. Because right?
1: you, it's either you're a senior and you've been there for a long time, or you know this is your one shot. This might be your one last, you know, shot to go to the tournament and mm. make a run. You know, Sean Miller, maybe. Who's mm. um, make- Sean
0: Miller gonna cry? What about Sean Miller's body? He's, he's the number
1: one. He's the number one candidate. <laughs> Live look at Sean Miller's
0: body. He's not sweating, crying. He's crying. <laughs> his body is crying. Live look at Sean Miller not being number one on the crying candidates list. Um, so number one, I think, is pretty obvious. Mm-hmm. Do you want to do it? You, I'll let you say it. I'll let you say number
1: one. It's going to be Grayson Allen, uh, number one crying candidate. And it's because, let's be honest, folks. I mean, Grayson Allen has had four years of college basketball. He won his freshman year. He had. Has great- it only
0: been four? Man, it feels like 16. He's been there forever. <laughs>
1: God, so good. It's so good that, that it's, it's always work. funny. It still works too because when you do that to people, they still are like, yeah, man, it's crazy. Yeah, it's like yeah. even if it's someone that's you know well informed <laughs> on the whole subject. Uh, I think Grayson will cry if they lose, especially if they lose like they did last year. Uh, I mean, remember last year, Kennard was crying last year when they lost in the he? second round. Yeah, I mean, this is just what Duke does. <laughs> they, 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 <laughs> like this well, is their corner. This so is who they are.
0: What's more likely to make Grayson Allen cry? Losing. It's
1: it's the Adam Morrison it's the Adam Morrison fall on the floor collapse moment that we get from Grayson.
0: You you want that. That's but, Okay, so I'm what? not saying I want it. I'm telling oh. what's gonna oh, you what's going to happen. He's going to collapse down on the floor. You want it.
1: This man face down. Let me let me as a, tears as a quick Dribble aside,
0: out. let me point out that I was watching the Duke Carolina ACC tournament game. So uh-huh. I watched I watched the f- regular season finale with Tate. We went to a bar, North mm-hmm. Carolina bar. I told that story on the pod. Mm-hmm. I did not mention that I watched the ACC tournament game with Friday. you. And not only with you, a couple of your friends who are North Carolina fans as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and the moment that Grayson Allen stuck his ass out to trip... Was it <laughs> Garrison Brooks? Yes. Yeah. To, he, he ass-tripped Garrison Brooks. You three jumped around like you just won the national title and you're like, He did it again! He
1: did it It was the funniest shit I've ever seen in my life. Cause the whole point, the whole reason that this rivalry exists is that you have to have one thing in life that you're right about, you know? And like <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying I'm right about anything in the world other than this. I know I'm on the right side of the Grace noun situation, you know? I know I'm the good guy you're in that situation. You're not saying he's been through a lot like Seth Davis No, said. I'm not he's, saying he's this guy needs any sympathy at all. And like to see him do that and to stick so his butt out what, it was what, perfect.
0: Where is he more likely to cry, I guess, the scenario like Losing in the second round to it's, Oklahoma, it's losing or in the second, round. or like losing a last-second shot in the final four, or like in the Elite Eight or something. It's
1: a it's a Rhode Island shootout where Rhode Island gets free throws, a bad call, then Grayson rushes the shot instead of passing it off like he did against Carolina. They lose the game. He Ooh. misses the shot. He collapses down to the ground. He looks up at you know. Wait, well, he heavens. shot it against Carolina, didn't he? Did the pump fake up? He and did under. the pump fake and bricked it. You know, yeah. what I'm saying he's gonna rush a shot like he's, oh, the he's guy gonna rush to take it. the oh, last yeah, second yeah. shot. There's no Tatum or Canard to say, "Hey, man, pass it to the better hey. player." You know, he's gonna take that shot. Bagley's not gonna box out. Do You think that would make him over. cry? Do you think,
0: you think you absolutely? Think, you think that is more of a um, a a scenario that makes guys cry more so than like losing by like 30 and you have that long shot where he comes out? Kay does the thing where he takes him out with like two and a half minutes. He realizes it's over. Uh, they do but, the long hug and then he goes and sits there and you just got the long shot of Grayson Allen the That's the bench.
1: contemplative, like I have tears welling up in my eyes, yeah. but I'm just really like almost shocked that this happened, you know? It's yeah. like you're in a state of shock. I, I want tears. I want, More I involved. had this. Yeah. I was, I want like, I was so close and I was an inch away. How could you take this from me? Yeah, and it yeah. didn't go in. Uh, so
0: Grayson Allen's obviously yeah. the number one. Another guy who's been there forever that we have on our list. Javon, um, Javon Carter, I actually don't, we put him on the list because we were thinking of like seniors who Give their heart and soul, and you know this this is huge for them, and all that kind of stuff. I think but we're wrong here. I think we're wrong, yeah. Because now that I see it, I'm like, I don't know if Javon Carter cries.
1: Bob Huggins cries. Ooh, that's who it is. Ooh. Hugging Javon Carter when they wrap it up. That's yes. who it is. Javon Carter say they're down by 20 to Marshall to John Elmore to Dan D'Antoni. He pulls him off. He grabs Javon Carter, and we get one shot of Huggy Bear, and it's one single tear, and it comes down, lands on Javon's shoulder. And it, it's like the, the end
0: uh, of an era. The, 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 the uh, Deshaun Butler thing yeah. at, at, in the Final Four when Deshaun yeah. but he comes out and he embraces him. And, and then
1: we all do the thing about Huggy Bear and how much he loves his players and no one knows how much Huggy loves them. You know, you'll never get it. You'll, you'll never understand this love.
0: You're saying you're, you're saying he's going to get a good guy of the year.
1: Uh, he's going to get an honorable like, mention. Like, as, sure. as they're
0: losing in the first round, he, d- yes. he does that. And it's like, man, wow, good yeah. guy You're like, year. wow,
1: Murray State. Tate said might, they had no chance. Might
0: have to tune into, tune into the Duffies to see what happens there. Um, this guy, I think is, I think this is this is a lock for the Mac crying. Daddy. Yes. yes, JP sleeves. I think he is very much a lock for crying, especially if it's elite eight. I think that's how it happens. Is mm. Xavier, as we know, has never had a one seed in the state tournament. This is the first time it's ever happened in program Congrats. history. Xavier has never in, in program history made a final four. They made the elite eight last year, improbably as an eleven seed. Yeah, yeah, improbable run. I feel like there's an element certainly not of like entitlement, I guess that would probably be the wrong word, but I I think this feels like the push, like Xavier's getting the program push. They won the Big East this year. They're the one seed. Like it feels like everything's coming to that moment where it's mm-hmm. like our Final Four is finally here. And if you get to the Elite 8 and lose to North Carolina, are you shitting me North Carolina for the third year in a row is going to the Final Four? Like going into that game, I feel like a lot of people will be like, "This is the year. It's going to happen. Xavier's going to get over the hump." And then if the, if it doesn't happen, I think we get JP sleeves using his sleeves, dabbing his sleeves. What's worse, sleeves.
1: Arizona losing in the Elite Eight or Xavier losing the Elite Eight? What do you as mean, far as far as like a program trying, that's right on the verge of getting to the first Final Four, so they can finally get the monkey off their back. I, I think I think Xavier is even even worse. Like with Chris Mack, like I think yeah. everything is going so oh, positively. Oh, are you
0: saying like the Chris Mack to Louisville thing? Are we getting that going? Like if 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 they don't make the Final Four, he's gone.
1: He's like, I got to go to a program that can get gotta over get, the hump. Yeah,
0: they can do it for me. Yeah, you you, you Claude can't get it done for me. I'm out of here. Yeah. I've tried, uh, you musketeers. I've tried. I've tried getting hookers on this campus, and they just won't let me. I gotta go somewhere that gives me more freedom, more power. Um, and, b- and
1: buildings dedicated to my
0: friend. Is there? So is there? Is there a scenario? Is there someone on uh, uh Arizona that you think? Like, do you think Arizona? Like, do th- it, I'm trying to think of who that even be. Trier? Like, is there a player that's like?
1: I have. A, we're trying to
0: get to the final four, and we can't do it.
1: I have a, a you know a pretty surefire belief that Alonzo Trier. Not only does he like playing basketball and taking a lot of shots, but he also likes to be on camera and. <laughs> I think Trier is the number one guy on Arizona (laughs) where like Aiton's going to be upset, but almost kind of like, a you know, like, okay, we get it. We lost, you know, I'm kind of moving on. Raleigh Hawkins is one of those guys where I'm like, ooh, Raleigh's one I could keep my eye on because he's had so many times at Arizona. But that doesn't matter. None of that matters. It matters about Trier, finding the camera. Falling down, looking up, at the, you know, and, and getting the shot, and it's like Trier's crying. He probably doesn't have any You're real tears. He's a fake cry.
2: You're
0: just, just calling so him out. It's it, totally he fake. looks like
1: a crying candidate, but he's not actually crying. That's what he, That's what he is. I
0: think I think the Kentucky guys have pressure to do a fake cry if they lose early because of Fox, De'Aaron Fox, and Malik Monk last year. Oh yeah, how much they got the video of them sobbing, and I feel like that was that was a great moment. It was an awesome moment. i don't mistake this as me making fun of that moment. Um, what I'm making fun of is then I now think the Kentucky guys are like, we have to, we have to do that same thing. It's been, we 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 saw that video. You know, we, we understand that if we do what they did, we'll get some, you know, get some love. And I don't even know if they
1: understand they understand that, but I know who did, and it was Coach Cal. And Cal's like, if you guys lose, yeah. you're all crying. You're Everybody's crying. crying. I'm Dude. crying. We're all crying. Everyone's like, okay, Cal, I'll do you what you You will not say. embarrass
0: me. You, if you lose, <laughs> damn it, you got to show that that this mattered to and you. And tell everyone
1: how many lottery picks we If you had.
0: don't cry, it makes it look like you don't care, and yes. I got to deal with that fallout. Yes. You will not lose and not cry. Um I think one more that's worth bringing up, I think Miles Bridges is a candidate mm. because he he knows the last year. He came back. Uh he he could have been a top 10 pick last year. He comes back pretty much to win a national championship. Um and they kind of got a tough draw. I mean, I th- I believe I think Duke's going to win it all. This feels like a Duke year to me. I don't I, I don't I'm not even saying that to upset you. It just sort of Duke figured it out defensively. They seems like they're playing well even though they lost to North Carolina, I know. Um And Michigan State has to now play Duke in the Sweet sixteen, probably. Mm -hmm. If everything
1: is over his K, yeah.
0: So for Miles Bridges to like come back and win a national championship and potentially like lose in the Sweet Sixteen, I think we could see some tears there
1: especially if you, you mentioned Izzo versus K, if it's Miles Bridges who was the darling freshman last year that mm-hmm. everyone loved that was on a blue, bro, blue blood and then if you play Bagley who's like yeah. a guy that's two years younger than you yeah. is beloved by everybody is going to be a surefire top three top four pick yeah. and then he dominates you on the national stage it's like not only Oof. did I get screwed by coming out my sophomore year now I look even less valuable to NBA town, yeah. town scouts because this guy just and completely dominated you, got, you
0: me. got Bagley on the floor you mm-hmm. got Jaron Jackson you got Carter Yeah You got Gary Trent There's so many scouts It's it's like Miles Bridges Like the fifth best NBA prospect Uh on that floor You know (laughs) And he's like looking around Like shit dude How did I get here So this is in
1: Omaha right is it? Yeah, it's in Nebraska. Oh,
0: yeah, this would be the regional. This would be in Nebraska, yeah. <laughs> so
1: think about this NBA scouts have to fly to Omaha, Nebraska oh, to calm watch Jaron Jackson. I got your back, Omaha. Oh, What's I, wrong with Omaha? What? I just told uh, Nebraska they're getting Mike Dom <laughs> back. Why are they upset well, Omaha, at me? me? Omaha's Creighton fans. Yeah, well, I'm they sorry. You're making it worse. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, guys. Creighton, I will never say a nice thing about it, what they did to Kendall Marshall.
0: You know, uh, I almost fake cry or i didn't almost fake cry. i tried to fake right my when i was at ohio state we we played did uh, you do the eye drops no so we were playing um we played Siena in the first round in 09, and mm-hmm. it was it was a great game. It's like one of the great all-time NCAA tournament games, except nobody, yeah, everyone knew both teams suck, so it wasn't like that important. Were you guys four-seed? No, it was an 8-9 game. Oh, nice. Yeah, uh, Jesus. Yeah, no, it was bad. It was 09. Then we became a two-seed. Oh, the next and then year. Evan. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it was before. So Evan. in 09, um, Siena beats us in double overtime. It was like one of those crazy games where it's like Ronald Moore hits a shot, and it's like, dang, that, that could be the game winner. And then we hit a shot, and it's like, there's the game winner. It just goes back and forth. Anyway, I knew that this was like a big game for – when people look back on the madness of this tournament, they would look back on this game. And I had one of the camera operators at this game had reached out to me because I had started my blog at this point. So I was like, I had some sort of notoriety. He had reached out to me and we had coordinated a thing where he would try to film me crying at the end of the game. Mm -hmm. And if, if and the, the idea was that you get the clip of me crying and then I would then be on one shiny moment.
1: Yes, the, like I want you. And on when it. it's done, yeah. win or lose, and yeah. then whenever and they win show win is or lose, done. yeah, win
0: or lose, and then yeah. you show all the you, always guys say crying. you have a crying. And so then I show tried, face. I, I tried really hard to cry, and that's a long way to say it didn't work. Like they didn't, I, I couldn't get the tears out, and I also, uh, I also, they didn't even film me anyway. It was <laughs> so. like, is this
1: guy having a heart attack? But I got a big <laughs> shot. <laughs> I'm, like, cry. I'm like punching myself in the face. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
0: this is a big moment for your blog. If you cry, your blog will Do get for the ten brand. thousand hits. You're like a. Lucky player, do,
1: do it, for it for the, the brand. brand,
0: do it for the brand. Uh, so those are our crying <laughs> candidates: Grayson Allen, uh, J.P. McCura, Javon Carter. Like I, I I'm taking, I'm rescinding him from the list. I don't think he. Belongs yeah, I think Huggins
1: cries. I think, uh, I think McCura is probably number one though. I'm, I'm gonna give Grayson Mercura, a break. I think McCura is number one. You think McCura over Grayson? Yeah, I think so. Mm. Because at this point, McCura is not as important to that team. He's not as valuable. Yeah. We watched him play, and we're like, like Grayson, hey, JP off the floor. Like the whole team is better than him. Grayson, Grayson has a future in basketball. <laughs> <Yeah>. Makira, <Mercura's laughs> like, this is the Makira
0: selling insurance in Cincinnati <laughs> in three years. So he's like, this is a car him. salesman. Uh, those are our crying candidates. We're gonna take one more break, and then we'll wrap this up. Tate, getting a good night's sleep is more than having a great mattress. Where you rest your head matters just as much. And while pillows have always been a mattress company's afterthought, at Pluto Pillow they're the focus. I have a Pluto Pillow. They sent one to me. Thank you Pluto Pillow for dropping the bag. They not only sent me one, Tate, they they included a little note about how my dog, Moses, my golden retriever, will go up on my bed and take my pillow and bring it down. And I, I started posting these pictures on Twitter of every time he did it and and people seemed to like it.
1: So is it a dog pillow? Like Pluto. So the dog? so Pluto
0: said, uh, please try to keep this one out of Moses' mouth. Like they, you know, they're oh, they're, they're, like, they're oh. fans of the pod. They're they're friends of the program wow. for sure. So, shout, so, out so shout out to Pluto. I love my pillow. Um, it's awesome. I never gave my pillow much of a thought until they were like, Hey, we'll send you a free one. I was like, I like free stuff, send me one. Especially free stuff from out of space. And now that I use it, it's awesome. So uh, Pluto Pillow, designed with a supportive inner core and plush outer casing, Pluto Pillows offer both support and cushioning comfort. Not to mention, they are breathable, temperature regulated, and always bounce back. The last piece of the puzzle is you. So instead of testing dozens of options at your local store or buying a one size fits all pillow, opt for a pillow that is individually personalized to you based on your body stats, how you sleep, and what you like. Just go to PlutoPillow.com. That's P L U T O to answer a quick questionnaire and receive a pillow built for you and your unique sleep profile. You'll have hundred nights to test your pillow in the comfort of your bed. Be sure to enter the code one shining for $25 off that's plutopillow.com and enter the offer code one shining for $20, $25 off your Pluto pillow today. All right, we're back. We, during the break saw the devastating news. Uh, I'm heartbroken. I'm devastated. I, I don't even know how to to take this. Um, this is like, this is almost stalling's getting fired level sadness for me. Uh, DeAndre Hunter is going to miss Virginia's DeAndre Hunter, sixth man of the year in the ACC, going to miss the NCAA tournament, Tate. Shit.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I almost want to do a moment of silence. I mean, let's there's... do a
0: moment of silence for Virginia fans. A moment mm-hmm. of
1: silence. All right. And we're back. Uh, this is huge because DeAndre Hunter was the guy that if you had to pick, you know, we just did Kimmy candidates. If you had to do a guy that comes off the bench in the NCAA tournament, as far as value, someone that could change a game in this tournament. Yeah. Um, it's not Nick Ward when he gets benched. It's, it's, De, it's DeAndre Hunter for Virginia. I mean, this guy, is can do everything he can guard 1 through 5 we saw him guard Anas mood. we saw him guard you know point guards i mean he can be put on anyone that's why he was so versatile off the bench he doesn't take shots away from guys and it also gives the virginia the option when they don't want to have Salt and Wilkins or those guys are in foul trouble. They they did this thing where they just put Hunter and Diaquite in. They went smaller. Yes. And Diaquite is a great five because he's a he's a post guy. They just feed him the ball. But Hunter, they play basically play a four-round one when Hunter's on the floor. And it gives Virginia this versatile lineup where they don't have to deal with Salt, who's kind of like a you know, he's great for screens and everything, but he can hurt them on offense at times. And without Hunter, uh, this just really hurts the so, Virginia team. I,
0: I feel partially responsible for Publishing a a article about how Virginia, what makes Virginia so different this year, and why I trust them more this year, and then immediately DeAndre Hunter's out, but he, they haven't played any games. What is going on here? So you played the ACC tournament with a broken wrist. So
1: he's had a he's had wrap on his wrist uh, throughout the ACC tournament. So I'm off the hook because I he was already hurt. Yeah, yeah, no, I I didn't do it. I think he played in the title game, the ACC title game, with a broken wrist. Broken wrist. Because the thing about the the wrist is not like. It, it, like his wrist is severed off and it's bro- like there's little small bones that are bro- that are probably broken in there. And I think honestly, from the Virginia standpoint, I think there are a lot of programs that would have like Kendall Marshall got hurt in, against Creighton. We remember this. He broke his yeah. left wrist or his right wrist and he's left handed. Um, and they there were some people that thought he could play. They were like, we we, we should probably force him to play because we have to have and we don't have a backup yeah. point guard. And he decided not to play. And I think with this Hunter situation, if I had to guess, he played in the AC title game. I think he was on the side of, I want to play. I don't really, you know, risk be damned. I want to play for this team because I want to win a title. And I think, you know, whoever made the decision, whether it was Doctors of Virginia or whoever it was, that's a bold decision to make for the health of DeAndre Hunter in the future. So it is a good thing that we know his wrist will be healthy. But But, I also hate it because this might be the chance. This might be the the run.
0: One of the points I made in the article was that that Hunter gives them a wrinkle that they've never had before, which is just like basically a a an X factor, yeah, if, and, if we're going to call him that, yeah. uh, off the bench, like just a guy that you can bring off the bench and plug him anywhere. And he's, he's probably the most talented player on the team in terms of, not even probably, he definitely is. Mm-hmm. He, what I mean probably is he's probably the most talented player Tony Bennett's ever had at Virginia. Yeah. Um. So th- to bring him off the bench and be able to throw him anywhere and just all the sorts of,
1: we were talking oh. about ways to stash the guys so the NBA NBA scouts didn't see him, so that yeah. he would stay another year at Virginia. And now we have this, you know, this situation this where I mean, I'm sorry, Virginia fans. Does this change? I mean, I'll ask this. I mean, does this change? I mean, the 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 chances for Virginia, I thought were pretty high. I thought that yeah. they were the favorite to win the title. Does this now mean that Villanova yeah. is the favorite? I think
0: for me, Virginia is no longer the favorite. I think it's that serious of an injury. I I still think Virginia is a very good team. I still think Virginia can win the national championship. Um, I think Virginia is is designed such that they can handle a guy miss, you know, like having a bad game or in this case, missing all the games, having bad games. Cause he's literally not playing in them. Um, but I, he, I think he was, I, I don't, I don't know if he's like the most valuable. I don't, I don't even really know how to phrase it, but like, he was like the one guy I was really excited about. And when you're trying to think of like, what makes this team different? It was DeAndre Hunter. They've never had anybody like DeAndre Hunter. They had Justin Anderson who was Sort of Six, there. Like yeah. DeAndre Hunter light. Mm-hmm. Um
1: but, but Justin's even more of a, a three. Yeah. And Hunter is more of a, I mean, I, I would just say the way you put line him up, like Hunter can play the four and you don't it, you don't bat an eye. He, no, looks, you like don't think about it he looks like the biggest it's guy not in not the even, four. Like
0: that you would say they're going small just because that's kind of what you have to say, but like they're not actually going small at all. I mean, like, yeah, yeah. He's
1: he can body people um, up. It's uh So yeah, it changes things for me. I
0: mean, Virginia's still you know, they're still loaded, they're still I still love their starting lineup. I still love Diakite and Johnson off the bench. They still have a really good team. It's just... I
1: I just think it it hurts them, obviously, in depth, but it also hurts with, you know, Hall, Jerome, Guy, the three of those guys have to be on. We knew that. But they didn't really have to be because they had Hunter on the bench and Diakite who can also, like, come in and score. They both can, especially, you know, Virginia's going to lead by eight points, and that's going to feel like 15 points. That's how they play. But if a team gets hot... And now, now I'm starting to worry about Marcus Foster getting hot. You know, I mean, I'm starting to worry about all these other teams because you can stick Hunter on any of those. Exactly. Guys. You're just like Hunter, go guard him.
0: Yeah. Isaiah Wilkins is might be the best defender in the country, mm-hmm. and, he's, and he's player. not even the best defender on his own team yeah. because of Hunter. Yeah. And that's the part that sucks. Um, it doesn't. It changes things. For I'm probably going to redo my bracket to be honest. Same. Um. But I, I still don't think like Virginia. I don't think Virginia fans should be like, well, there goes our season necessarily. I still think you can win this. This isn't Kendall Marshall for Carolina because at that point, I mean, Carol, Carolina's whole system is driven by the point guard yeah. and when he's out, of yeah, like, The guy's it. averaging 15 assists yeah. a game. Yeah. yeah, like, that, he's, yeah. He's, that's it. It's over for us. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think it's that situation, but it's... It's it damn sucks. near close. It's, it's damn near close. <laughs> it sucks. Um I don't I don't even know if I want to continue with this. I mean <laughs> yeah. like I'm so heartbroken, man. Yeah. I, this was supposed to be the year for Virginia. This is Well,
1: the good news is all those guys, there's no one, I mean other than Salt and Wilkins who are seniors obviously. I mean, you can Haven Halls a senior. Oh man, and <laughs> God. Yeah, this sucks. This sucks cuz this is yeah. this is the year. That's all right. You I'm, you know what that yeah. means
0: though? That's good for us because it means Virginia's going to come up short. They're gonna be good next year. We're gonna be riding for him as America's against them. You and I will be like, no, we believe in Virginia. It'll be guide Jerome. and, and then Hunter. all the Virginia yeah. fans are gonna love us. This is mm. good for us, like in the long run. Just building our brand in Charlottesville. That's great. Um, what are storylines that you want to see happen in this tournament?
1: One let's shining t- plausible storyline potential matchups. Boom. Plausible uh,
0: pa- potential. Yeah, a lot plausible. of
1: P's, a lot of S. You know what it is. We we go by our brand. Uh, for me, the biggest one I want to see um, that you're you're gonna laugh at and be upset about. Rick Barnes. Tennessee, yep. Texas, going up against his old school, they a team that, that replaced them with a young coach that they thought would bring them back to national relevance, Shaka Smart. People forget he went to the Final Four one time in 2011. Uh, I would love to see Rick Barnes get revenge on his old team because Rick Barnes be awesome. did so much for the University of Texas basketball program. I know it's fun to make fun of Rick Barnes. I know that I'm a party too making fun of Rick Barnes quite a bit. But the man got Kevin Durant to go to school there. Um, he got Avery Bradley to go to school there. He got Tristan Thompson to go to school there. He did a lot for the University of Texas basketball program. Um, I would love to see him get a little, little bit of revenge. It'd be
0: nice. That'd be cool. I thought you were going to say the Hurley Brothers meeting. That's what I wanted you to say. I was setting you up. Oh, you
1: you wanted me to say the
0: Hurley Brothers. Um yeah, I do. you guess. not care? Do you not care? I do care. I I care because anytime any brothers coach against you, like the idea of any like brothers. Like the Harbaugh bowl. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. Uh just the idea of that like these two guys used to give each other purple nurples when mm-hmm. they were like six and eight years old, and now they're like on the biggest stage in, in our sport and that's kind of funny.
1: I want Bryce Drew and Scott Drew. That's my favorite brother. Yeah. That's my dream duo of brothers to go head to head. Not Archie Sean. I mean <laughs> Got True. Oh man.
0: <laughs> um. So we got the Hurleys. That 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 definitely has my attention. Um. I think that's probably my answer. I guess. If as far as like the storylines, I mean, Gonzaga North Carolina is interesting in the in the lead eight if they play each other to go to the final four that rematch. Is it?
1: Yeah. See, I think that the national media and I think people that no, watch it, basketball. No, it's not interesting. Hold on, I'm going to cut they, you the off. The media people want Gonzaga Carolina, but no one that no one cares.
0: You don't care because you won no the game. Cares.
1: Of course, exactly. the Gonzaga fans care. Exactly, they it's want, like, they want it's, revenge. It's like Illinois people that are like, I'm still mad about 2005. Right. It's like, yeah, Shaw may box you out.
0: So that's exactly why it's an interesting from thing. It. What about can I get you? What about Carolina Duke title game? Can we get that? Why can't that happen?
1: If Carolina Duke play, if Carolina plays Duke in the national title game, and we wasted our win in the ACC tournament, I will literally boycott the NCAA tournament. <laughs> you want a reason for me to boycott? There it is. Um one thing that one thing that jumped out to me my
0: homer pick is Purdue UCLA in the Ooh, Sweet 16 because I like you have the last final four that Purdue went to in 1980 they lost to UCLA mm. in the final four um, and the game was played in Indianapolis which I find hysterical for some reason that like, Purdue had like a <laughs> what home is this base. weird
1: UCLA Indiana connection that we have we got well, all for a, their I, coaching now that was the point I was going to make is also
0: the John Wooden the John Wooden played at Purdue won them all their national championships before national championships were a thing <laughs>
1: So I get it now. UCLA's proxy is Indiana. Like the, there's Listen, a school LA, in the middle.
0: La as a whole imports all the best talent from yes, around the yes. country. That's why you and See, I are here. from Lou
1: Alcindor, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. They that's just went why he stole him and brought him out to the West
0: Coast. That's why you and I are here. Yeah. They, uh, the city of Los Angeles brings all the best talent from around the country, uh, and all the best talent comes from Indiana. So they find ways to John Wooden comes out, or Steve Alford. Well, mm-hmm. I, I guess I was best talent, but yeah. Um... <laughs> But no, the Purdue UCLA. Uh, the, the reason I bring up the 1980 game, you know who was, you know who got a trillion for Purdue, who played one minute, did nothing for Purdue in that 1980 game, Kevin Stallings. You're right. You're goddamn right. Stallball, baby. Kevin Stallings got a trillion, in the he's Final my favorite four. Purdue player. It just all key, everything comes back <laughs> Stallings. Um, let's play one more game, and then we'll wrap this up. All right, let's do it. I I, I thought this would be fun because. You were you have this spreadsheet that you've put together, or this document. <laughs> what, what do we call it? it spread,
1: I, I like the word spreadsheet. Yeah, spreadsheet. Christian, yeah, Dawkins these are my Dawkins spreadsheets. These are my expense reports. Um,
0: you have a spreadsheet of all of the list of things that have never happened in the NCAA tournament, and it got me thinking about like, y- you know, we should we should flesh out like what will happen first. Yeah. in your opinion,
1: I like it. What will happen first? Uh, I got to delete Xavier be a one seed, which was nice. Yeah, because that take that was off. on
0: that was on the spreadsheet.
1: Congratulations, Xavier. Um, but first one we have move from halves to quarters. That will happen, or... That's going to happen soon. A national champion is crowned for the first time in school history. There's a bunch of schools that haven't been national uh, champions. So, like like Ohio State, North Carolina, they, they wouldn't understand the feeling of being a national champion.
0: I'm sorry, 1960, not ring a bell?
1: Never heard of it? Yeah, uh, I have.
0: Oh, you're saying like Ohio State I'm saying North we Carolina. are
1: national oh, champions. I thought you were talking shit to, on Ohio State. No, I, no, I was, I was oh, trying man. to give you something. Oh, thank you, Tate. That's nice of you. Yeah. I was nice trying to you. say there's a club of national. Yeah. It's like your green yeah, jacket it, nice. it feels nice. Yeah. I remember that 1960 yeah. title very well. It was <laughs> awesome. Um, I'm sorry about 1937. So, Oregon's a hell of a team. The
0: question is, move from halves to quarters, which Jay Billis is on this hard. He wants this badly. Um, a handful of other people want it. and The, the one thing I'm behind with this is that it resets the fouls that's what everyone wants it for is because like teams getting the bonus thir- with 14 minutes to play and then you're yeah, in the especially bonus if for Carl has to call in the game yeah. or TV Teddy and you're in the bonus for the rest of the poor one out for TV Teddy by the way he- he's not in the tournament tonight uh, he, got- he got excluded because <laughs> of Joel time. Barry. <laughs> it's about time
1: yeah he deserved it that is was he, the worst is thing is he ever. doing is
0: like I'm retiring remember when he retired for one day he's like that's it I can't do it I, I've I gave Bob Knight four technicals in a game once, three technicals, whatever it was. I've, I've stood toe-to-toe. I, I chested Mick Cronin, but, but damn it, Joel Berry... This is it. I can't. It's too much for me. I got to retire. The
1: best thing about TV Teddy was that he does the turn my back to Joel Berry and everyone freaks out about it. And then he comes back to Chapel Hill to call a game and he does the most TV Teddy thing ever. He goes over. He knows the cameras are on him. So oh, yeah. he, he goes over to Joel Berry and has like this, you know, he's acting like he's having this talk. He has his arm around him or whatever, and the camera's on him. But the camera pans away. And as it pans away, all you see is TV Teddy. As soon as the camera leaves, he just sprints back <laughs> away from Joel Berry. He's like, all right, I've already done my PR part. I'm done. We got, the, done. Yeah, we
0: got the part we needed. Um, <laughs> So move from halves to quarters, I think that's happened in the next like five years. I hope not. I hope so. I hope terrible. not either. I, I've got a good rhythm down with the 20 minutes, like the, the TV timeouts, like it all just works well. Why do we have to well change without, everything? And, and, the first, and the the problem, the low-key biggest problem I have with the NBA is that the second and third quarters exist. And because they don't matter. I watch the first quarter of NBA games, mm-hmm. then as soon as I go to break at the end of the first quarter, I'm like, eh, I'll go find something else to do because they don't really matter. And then I'll watch the fourth quarter. When it comes back yeah. around, I'll check the score. Oh, fourth quarter's on. But with halves... You can't do, you trick people. Mm -hmm. They don't know how, you know, they they, don't have to cut off. Um, So I think that's happening in the next five years. National champion crown for the first time in school history. We have like what, this year, Virginia is the best candidate. Mm -hmm. Um, Purdue's up there. Mm -hmm. Xavier's one of them. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I think, I think I'm going to lead towards national champion crown for the first time. I think we're due. I think that the last time it happened was 2006 with Florida was the last time But, but a, a who, are brand you new... saying, who are you saying it is? I don't think it's going to happen this year oh, okay. is my answer. Yeah, yeah okay. I didn't mean this year, but I was yeah. just kind of looking at the programs that are out there that haven't won one. Like I think Virginia is...
1: Wake Forest. Oh, Wake Forest, yeah. Comes to mind. That's right. There's some powerhouses out there that haven't won national titles.
0: Yeah. Um, how about this? Kansas misses the tournament. They've made 29 straight in a row. Mm-hmm. Or an upperclassman goes number one in the NBA draft, which hasn't happened since Kenny Martin was drafted first overall
1: in 2000. Are we concerned about Kansas's team next year? Because well, I, I am and that's the thing and that's why I have to pick Kansas in this situation because you lose right. Billy Preston right we don't have mm-hmm. him De Sosa he's mm-hmm. a January enrollee I don't know if he's gonna going to play next year Devontae Graham uh, mm-hmm. he's a senior folks he's going to leave I guess that means Malik Newman is the number one guy there now I don't know who's in their class next year they, I know they have this guy Devin Dotson he's mm-hmm. coming out of South Carolina It's a point guard it's supposed to like be the new Frank Mason
0: also there may or may not be a certain situation that's uh, looming what? over college basketball is it a cloud? Mm-hmm a Cloud that's looming, <laughs> uh, that Kansas we don't know, uh, yeah. Kansas, an upper class, I don't think an upperclassman's going number one ever again. The only I don't way think it's happens, ever happening, again. if we
1: change the one and done, maybe, you yeah, know, where, where it's just to, like we can still sell the story of this guy wants to stay in college. Like Who
0: could possibly in college basketball now, eventually, like if Miles Bridges came back for one more year and mm-hmm. next year he's that's what just, I was saying, like, and they're just that's what, it, that's what it's gonna have to take, they win like 35, the, yeah, yeah, that's that, the only way it happens, yeah, I'm but yeah. I, I, I think Kansas. it's gotta be Kansas, but I don't think Kansas has happened anytime soon, but you just never know what can happen. You can never, you know, <laughs> programs can, um, yeah, go ahead.
1: Kansas, uh, an Elite eight with, without a single number one seed has never happened. That's never happened. Yeah. Cause we got the, so the first time that we got in a final four without a one seed was 2011. Yes. Oh yes. Wow. 2011. Uh, and this, uh, or, or that's the other or nation's leading scorer, which is Trey Young this year, makes the final four, and that hasn't happened since the three point line came into play in 1987. So,
0: will the nation's leading scorer make the final four? Or will will Trey Young make I think the final for, four? For
1: this one, I'm going to lead eight without a single
0: number one seed because the nation's leading scorer, by its very nature, you're on like a, a one dimensional team. And yeah, it's it's just hard
1: to yeah. Like Chris Clemens from Campbell could have yeah.
0: been. And also, <laughs> like and also, two. you're on like you're, most of the nation's leading scorers come from tiny teams. So mm-hmm. I'm going with uh, a Elite eight. What about um, number one seed loses to a number sixteen or a number nine or lower seed plays in the national title game, which has never happened. No, no seed, which is kind of surprising, by the way, because you know about these eleven seeds that, that make a make, run. It, you know, but like they the always lose, digit, but they lose once they get to the final four because yeah? they're fat and happy. Yeah, they're like, if "We finally
1: did." it. It's the VCU thing. Like when we get there, we're done. Uh, yeah, I think that uh, number one seed loses to a number sixteen seed, and I think that we have set ourselves up for that to be a problem this season. With the Ivy League, I, I think Ooh, an Ivy the, League, League team seven? being a sixteen is ridiculous. I don't I th- care who. I it think is. the
0: smart play is to say number nine, making it to a Final Four or making it to the national title game. Yeah. But I, it's more fun to say the one seed. Um, Sean Miller makes the Final Four, or the UConn women don't make the Final Four. The, the UConn women have gone to like ten Final
1: Fours in a row. Ooh, I'm gonna say UConn women don't go to the Final Four. Ooh, okay. That happens first.
0: Okay. No reason for why.
1: Gino. I yeah. mean, how long can he do this? Just That's take true. a break. He's going to get bored. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. he already he's is. Like, up. even last year when South Carolina won the title, Gino also, was, like, clapping for them. That's never good. Also,
0: Sean Miller's future. <laughs> Should we but say the, it's, it's in doubt? The, is that a good way to... Basically, think? the
1: question is, will Sean Miller make the Final Four this season? Yeah. yeah. That's pretty much the question. <laughs> yes or no. And I, and I don't know if they will. Um,
0: here's one for you, Tate. Yeah. Last one. Mm-hmm. Coach K retires. Okay. Or Coach K dies.
1: Definitely the latter. <laughs> I don't think he retires. I don't think there is an end for Coach K. And I think if there was ever someone to, to get me to argue for why Coach K is great, it's because he has never stopped. And he refuses to never stop. Never stop.
0: Never stopping.
1: And he just keeps getting surgeries. He keeps. Add, he's like Darth Vader, you know. He just keeps adding more and more to keep him sustained and keep him alive to get more and more wins. So I don't think he ever we should, retires. We should
0: make up a Duffy for the end of the year for Coach K, the the coach most likely to have his head frozen like Ted Williams. Yes. So that way he can become unfrozen and attach his head to his, someone else's body.
1: and He's coach. like Walt Disney. Like <laughs> yeah. he, 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 He's definitely going to come back and he's going to yeah. coach Duke in like 30-49 and they're like, special announcement, Coach K's head, that's how it It's is? like Futurama, they just put his head there and he coaches the team. <laughs> it's like, come here you little s***. One's like, oh my god, Coach K's back. Alright, uh, you got anything else before we go? <laughs> no, that's it. That's, that's it. it. No shoutouts.
0: Uh, check out our bracket group on Yahoo. It is One Shining Podcast Bracket pool, pick em pool pick em. spectacular whatever you, More you can find than it Jam- if you don't Green. know how to find it then i don't understand how you're using a computer in this day and age you just search those keywords just Google find it, it, it on twitter it. just you yahoo can, it what are they do? Bing. Um, just bing it oh we're doing a survivor pool we gotta we gotta do this let's do it right now let's do it right now so uh tate myself and producer kyle we wanted to do something we wanted to put our brackets out there we, we still probably will put our brackets in the pool but um we're also going to do a survival pool, so you guys can follow along. We can establish who within we're getting our picks from Kyle right now. Who within our um, our, our podcast production here is the best at this sort of shit? So um, we're doing. Here's how we're doing it. We're doing it first round. You have mm-hmm. to pick four teams, just for the entire first round, not for the first day. Entire team for, for the first round. Do you want to go first to three or four First, teams? I'm going to give Kyle's picks. Oh, give Kyle's picks. Yeah, give these Kyle's are producer picks. Kyle. He doesn't have a microphone. Producer
1: Kyle doesn't have a microphone because we're on a stage. We're videoing ourselves now. Uh, Kyle says NC State, of course. Torn Dorn. Loves, loves Torn Dorn. That's his guy. That's uh, ballsy, Kyle. Eight, eight nine games. I like it. Uh, Ohio State. Oh, I like that, Kyle. A little Kyle. pander to Thank his, you Kyle. Uh, co-host. Nice Love work. Alburn. Uh, Auburn. A team that we don't discuss very much on this broadcast. Uh, Auburn. Good for you, Bruce yeah, Pearl. Auburn. Or Mike Pearl, depending on whatever. Should we talk Pearl. about
0: our... Let's talk... Eh, no we're no okay we We're alright
1: uh, And Purdue Those Purdue. are Kyle's four picks Okay I like it Kyle There we go uh, Here are mine Arizona
0: Because okay. mm-hmm. I think Use them now Next round they're going to lose to Kentucky Xavier Same sort of idea I don't really trust Xavier that much so I'm going to get him out of the way now uh, Cincinnati And Ohio State Those are my, those are my four
1: I'm going to blow your mind here You're going to be very upset about this uh, Kansas Okay Because they got an 8-9 game to watch out for Villanova because they have a okay. game to watch out for. Miami. Oh,
0: I thought you were just going to do all one season.' No, that's no. What, that's where
1: you're going with this. No, Miami and
0: Gonzaga. Miami and Gonzaga. Miami's a ballsy pick, but I like it. I like, so those are your picks. You're Villanova, Kansas, Miami, Gonzaga. Kyle is NC State, Ohio State, Auburn, Auburn and Purdue. Purdue. I am Arizona, Xavier, Cincinnati, Ohio State. So if you're one of those people that, you know, you like to see the picks that are being made by the, by the shows that you consume there. We just offered you that. So we're doing a survivor pool. We got that going on. We're doing our bracket group. Check that out. The the next time you hear from us, the NCAA tournament will have started. Yes, This is March. We are here all throughout the rest of the tournament doing pods all the time. We're going to be churning them out left and right. So please subscribe. Tell your friends. Try to keep us at number one. We we have huge heads about this number one podcast ranking. We're we just to stay like there. to brag. It's, so. it's the
1: only thing we have. Uh, and shout out to Mark Godfried I forgot. Mark Godfried is back to the coaching. Mark range. Godfrey, The godfather. He is He's going back. to be
0: in L. A. Like I said, L. A. Yes, attract the, the best top talent. Downs. The top talent comes, and so is uh, Lorenzo Romar. Yes. Pepperdine. Let's do it. You just had to Bono move out staff. here so we can cover. I'm excited. Those we got to cover. All, we got to go to all their games. So that's it. We will see you guys after the tournament starts. In the meantime, save the crew.